0: hello everybody welcome back didn't want to turn to monologue you know what this is all about i guess um <laughs> i talk about whatever i want and if you don't know i really don't shut the fuck up like ever <laughs> ever 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 anyways so today i have a very special guest on the show i've been meaning to get you on for a while but it finally lined up for us we're all yeah, good them. to go i have casey with me today how are you doing Hi, i'm good good i'm very good you have like the biggest like like sunshine smile on your face i love it it's so cute um so you're a newcomer to the podcast i am so you know who are you where are you what are you tell us a little bit about yourself why don't you my name is casey schlichty and i'm not related
1: to morgan because it's schlichty not schlichting
0: yeah so it's like like our last names were spelled the exact same except i have ing at the end you just have an e at the end
1: and, like, when, I, when we both lived in North Iowa, there were so many people that were like, oh, my gosh, do you know Morgan? And I was like, I have no idea who that is for the longest time. And, yeah, it was wild. Um, but I'm Casey, and I live in the Twin Cities. But I used to live in Iowa, so I'm from central Iowa. Blue... Bleh 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 lived in north iowa for like mm-hmm. three years and yeah. then recently moved to the twin cities at like end of june beginning of july oh yep yeah and i am a nanny and then i also do theater i feel weird calling myself an actress because i'm in like my second show in the twin cities but <laughs> i mean hey I do theater you're you're doing the theater you're I'm doing, doing the, the. you're doing theater. the thing you're doing the get you're well, doing I, the like, whole gist took a break from it for a while because the last show i did in iowa was like a lot i did steel magnolias oh and yeah. it was just like a whole thing and so i like took a break for a while and then just did my first show and i'm like in rehearsal for second show and then i have like two auditions coming up this week that i'm just gonna like choose a song for a day of and be like let's
0: go for it so <laughs> we're just gonna do it let's
1: go let's just figure it out literally
0: like literally right away this is like a total like pivot of topic but like you have a really good podcasting voice oh thank you i'm like listening to you and i'm just like ooh, i feel at home you thank know you. I mean? yeah not a i used to be
1: like so insecure about my voice i hated it and then my like current boyfriend but back when we were not dating at all was like no knock that off that's stupid you have a great voice and i was like
0: yeah thank you and now you're just like confidence boosted I was like, thank you hair flip oh my god thank you so much <laughs> so yeah speaking of everything um let's do a little catch-up might let's as well do it. i have a little <laughs> i have a big catch up of the week Ooh. um so basically i got a job offer <laughs> oh so i can't go too deep into it because i want to do this thing okay so it's a really 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 amazing opportunity mm-hmm. and they are allowing me to you know obviously it was a non-negotiable i was like i'm doing no internal monologue in the meantime yeah. like it would be an absolute like train wreck if i just decided oh bye guys like no i'm not gonna do that so yeah. i was like i need time to work on the show and I'm going to devote time to this show and I'm also going to devote as much time as possible to you as well and they're like yeah we'll make it work so um, that's awesome I am going to be a manager at a restaurant
1: <laughs> <gasps> no
0: way yeah that's so is it the one that you've like worked at yeah. before is it like a whole new one so basically it's a restaurant that I've worked at before but they're oh, okay. opening up a new location oh. and I'm going to be the manager of that like that's in-house so exciting. Yeah, that's so especially because like you've been a server before, so you right. know that like I've seen
1: screwed over.
0: I've seen all sides. Yeah, I've seen every side. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why they wanted to pick me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I can't dive too much into it because um the main reason I really I'll tell you about it later personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the reason oh I need to turn my volume down, but the- <laughs> I always forget to do that. Um, but the reason why I was thinking um. Was going to do that is because, like, my thing is, like, I kind of want to make it like a Hannah Montana double life kind of thing, or like, manager at said restaurant that Mm. I'm not going to say the name of at this time, and nobody over there is going to know the podcast except for like the kitchen manager I'm going to be working with, and obviously the people who hired me to be the manager over there, the owners of the restaurant um and if it comes up with employees I'll be like oh yeah I do have a podcast but I'm never gonna let them know what it is yeah um unless they like accidentally find it and I'm just like well I'm not gonna hide it yeah I'm not gonna hide it in front of you anymore you know yeah um but then on here as well like I want to separate that as well Mm -hmm. so like on here I am working from no eternal monologue I of course like I'm gonna say oh yeah like this is what happened like I'm not gonna it, like, I could say, like, I had a busy week at the restaurant or whatever. Yeah, but, but you're not going to be like, this is the name of the restaurant I work at. Right. Yeah. Go find me. No, yeah. i never. No, 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 no. And plus, like. People are crazy. And plus, it's kind of like business relationship plus other business relationship. It's kind of like business and personal lives. Like we got to yeah. split them. These two businesses need to be split. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm going to be my most professional little ooh, self over there. Yeah. And then I'm going to be my most authentic bleh, self over here. Yeah. We so, love like that. Yeah. I, that's so exciting. You get the best of both worlds. Great <laughs> song, honestly. I love Ed Montana. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. So I put in the my two weeks at the restaurant that I'm working at currently Oh. last night oh and i have about two more weeks there and then i get to move to the new location basically as soon as i can oh that's super fun yeah so are they like i assume like you're
1: opening the restaurant with them or is it like taking a space that's like open
0: so it's like the building was already there oh okay okay okay. so we were basically making it the restaurant and that's super exciting too because you get to like start from new right exactly so exciting exactly i'm really i'm really excited and we'd love to see it yeah so obviously i cannot go further into that while the mic is on because yeah. you know nobody needs to know about that kind of thing <laughs> so and plus even if so like there are still a lot of things that i'm not able to discuss mm-hmm. with people like logistics yeah right exactly um because they trust me with this position um, and they've told me that I'm a very trustworthy, very good person. And I want to live up to those expectations and mm-hmm. exceed those expectations as much as I can. Yeah. So, you know, the things that I'm not going to talk about, I'm just not going to, you know, zip the lips. Yeah. So anyways, how, how about you? Catch up with me. <laughs> so I...
1: Okay, so I moved to the Twin Cities in like late June, early July, right? Yes. And I moved with my boyfriend. I will say his name. His name is John. Uh-huh. There's like a million Johns in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, so we had he really. Can if he he can expose himself if he wants to. <laughs> he can expose himself if he wants to. He's we, like,
0: it's me. I am said John. I am said John. I am the John.
1: <laughs> I am the John. Of the million Johns. Like, my dad's name is John. I am Casey's John. <laughs> I am Casey's John. And we, so like, we had the hardest time finding, I had the hardest time finding a good job. Job, and John had the hardest time finding a job because the job market's awful right now.
0: Oh, yeah. So like
1: when we moved up there, I moved up and I worked at a church, mm-hmm. which I worked at a church in North Iowa that like had a terrible experience at it. Mm-hmm. So when we moved up to the Twin Cities, I was like hesitant about it, but it was a really good position. And I was like, OK, I'll take it. So I did it and then hated it like hated it so much hated it so much had such a bad experience and i had i still have a really good friend that like actively works there mm-hmm. but, but hated it so much that i put in my two weeks like at 5 o'clock on a Wednesday and then went, because I was, like, teaching youth and doing social media, and then went to youth group, told them that it was my last Wednesday, packed up my office, and never came back. Like, I literally, within, like, four hours, was gone. Which is, like, maybe my most girl boss move. And I, like, And then I worked at a chiropractor clinic for a while because I was just like, I needed a job and it was social media and I was like, whatever. Yeah. And then it was like the weirdest, like corrupt place ever. And like my mom, my, I love my mom. Shout out to Kim. (laughs) she had her dad spent most of her childhood in like federal prison oh for like tax evasion and stuff like that yeah so she knows like if some place is sketchy she's like hey this is not good and you need to like get away from. yeah get the fuck out of here get out of here and so she was like you need to go and then i was like okay and so i left and then i like didn't work i mean like i had another job lined up which is my current i'm a nanny yes Oh my god, it's the best job I've ever had in my whole life. I love it so much. I'm so glad. I like they pay me so well and I work like 15-20 hours a week. They they oh, pay period? me more than I've ever gotten paid. Oh, uh, cuz it's like so one of the moms is like a pediatric nurse and then the other one is i think she oh two moms yeah two moms Ah! which is like the best situation ever because they're like they're the sweetest people and they have a six-year-old and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old
0: gay rights gay Gay rights. rights
1: literally like i'm on the phone with a like nanny organization that was like hey this these people need a nanny yeah and they were like it is two moms is that okay and i was like more than okay that is more Excellent, than okay. actually. And it's perfect, which is great, too, because, like, the, the one mom works at home. And I was like, I've never been in a situation where I've been, like, at home with the other, like, dad. I've been at home with the other mom before. Yeah. But never, like, with the dad. And then, I don't know, I just, like, thought it might be a little uncomfortable. And then they were like, two moms, is that okay? And I was like, wonderful. Perfect. Absolutely <laughs> astounding. Yes. Awesome. And it's literally, like, they, I pick them up off the bus. And then I'm there until, like, 530 when they're off work. And then I'm done. And it's literally i get paid more than i ever have and i love them so much wow it's just like they need someone like flexible because there was like a friday where they didn't have school because of snow so i was there all day Mm -hmm. um but it's like the best thing because i get to do more like theater stuff and like i have an audition for the adams family tomorrow
0: oh period i is there like a role that you're specifically like wanting i would love to play wednesday yeah i'm a little
1: worried because i'm so tall like i'm eleven, so i'm like I'm like, it could work, but Morticia is supposed to be tall and I'm too young to play Morticia. So I'm oh. like, I don't know for sure, but like, I, I really want to go for Wednesday and then like two Saturdays from now I have a chorus line auditions. Wow. And I'm like, I, that one, I'm like, that's my dream show. And I'm like, it might be a long shot. I don't care. I will figure it out. <laughs> like, I love I will show. make it work. I will make it work because like. John just got a really good job at a church, but, like, a great church. Like, our first Sunday there, the female lead pastor, which we love to see. Period. Okay. And our first Sunday there, she was like, hey, you know how, like, we've always thought that, like, if you're a divorced woman, you shouldn't re- – like, you shouldn't remarry a divorced woman because then you'd be, like, cursed by the Bible. And, like, my mom was divorced before she met my dad. So I was like, where is this going? Like, this could go really bad. And she was like, that's actually not what the Bible says, and that's actually – um like really stupid it's actually saying that like if as a guy you leave your wife to remarry another woman you're the problem and i was like go off go off we love to see it (laughs) so john got that job and so now i have more time to like i have more like time and financial freedom and everything to like do more theater stuff yeah that's my catch-up we both have adhd so this is going to be so much fun yeah this is going to be great
0: (laughs) no literally oh my gosh yes um (laughs) Yeah, I'm, like, I was thinking about my ADHD, and then I was, like, thinking, like, oh, like, ADHD. Oh, I wonder what we're going to talk about. And then I was, like, Morgan, maybe you should start talking. Because, <laughs> like, it really doesn't happen a lot, especially with, like, brain dumps and stuff. You yeah. ever get, like, that thing where, like, well, I I know you're probably going to get that thing. But you know the thing, like, you have a thought, and you're about to, you know, express the thought. Mm-hmm. And then, pfft, gone it fucks off. Gone. Just gone. I literally, so, like, I used to teach preschool
1: at the church I used to work at, and, oh, my God, like, top 10 best thing I ever learned from a three-year-old was she was, like, she would put her finger on her nose when she thought of something. I don't know what it is, but if you do that, you'll never forget a thought, or at least I haven't. Like, if you're, like, I want to say this, and you go like this until you're done, and you look, like, fucking stupid, but it's, like, I don't know what it is, but it works so well. And I was like, maybe I should just teach, like, maybe people with
0: ADHD should just, like, learn from toddlers and then they'll be great. Honestly, because, like, you're not going to, you're not going to medicate a toddler for ADHD. No. no. So, like, they just find ways to cope. And honestly, they may be a little unorthodox, but fuck it. They're fun. I love toddlers. (laughs) They're
1: fun. Toddlers are my favorite people in the world. They're unproblematic kings and queens. And I love them.
0: I, um, I really can't say. Um, with my history in working customer service, there are definitely like really amazing toddlers out there Mm -hmm. go off. But then there are other toddlers out there where it's kind of like, I know, I never blame the toddler though. No, it's not their fault. It's always just like, you can tell whether the child is like, how's, how is a good way to put this? You can tell whether they're supervised or in Mm. like a safe home or not. You can really tell. Oh Yeah yeah and oh, yeah. i i've seen it all basically and it's just like oh my god mm-hmm.
1: and there are sometimes that you're like i know that i'm not your parent not my place to discipline you but i just want to like give you a hug like you just i just want to give you a hug this little like toddler but then other times i'm like <sighs> <laughs> take
0: a breath take a breath, <laughs> take, a breath. <laughs> take 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 Oh my god <laughs> take a lap
1: well yeah and then like the little the two and a half year old that i nanny right now is potty training
0: oh and
1: They're, like I said, great family, and they're, like, the sweetest people ever, and so he's, like, every hour on the hour, we basically, like, make him go to the bathroom, kind of, Mm -hmm. and the other day, he was, like, what if I didn't go to the bathroom, actually, and I was, like, no, I think you need to go, buddy, he goes, that's a fair point, and, like, went to the bathroom, and those are, like, my favorite toddlers is the ones that, like, try to communicate <laughs> with you like they're an adult. Yeah. And it's just so funny to
0: see come out of, like, a two-and-a-half-year-old's mouth. Because they're just, like, mocking, right? Yeah. They're literally they're just, just like, mocking adult you. language. Yeah. And they think they sound like an adult, but mm-hmm. then they sound, like, so cute because, so you know, adorable. they're, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. That's why I love Bluey. Oh. Uh, I love Bluey. Oh. I've been seeing a lot of... Okay, Bluey's becoming, like, a vocal stem for me. hmm It's the what Airport. I'm not going to, to the, the Airport. I've said that so many fucking times. Like, I'll literally have to stop myself at airport. And then I'm like, going to the apple. I want to say the rest of it, but then I'm literally just like, Morgan, you're at a table right now. <laughs> like, my favorite you is gotta not.
1: you got a knot. Oh, that's that's a bingo. She's the little sister, and then Muffin is their cousin, and Muffin is my favorite because there's an episode where she comes in and like she didn't have her nap that day or something, so she's like off the walls. Me and right, <laughs> and she <laughs> comes, she comes in, and she's like, coconuts have water in them, and I don't. I will just quote that constantly. <laughs> I called my dad the other day and I'm like, coconuts have water in them. And he's like, you're 22 years old, Casey. Like, why are you quoting this Australian kids show? And I'm like, listen, dad, it's a great show. It's a great show. And also, hey,
0: keep the judgment to yourself <laughs> keep the judgment to yourself john keep it to yourself <laughs> if it's not harming anybody else or it's not harming me then you know what no well, it might be slowing down my brain selectivity well, but, but you know what it's okay because those shows are typically educational so i i
1: found this out uh the the like concept of bluey was originally a show that like it wasn't bluey but it was like they wanted to make a show about how to be a good parent and then realized that most parents don't do that research until they already have kids. So they needed to make a show about how to be a good parent that kids would watch. So that's like how Bluey was made. Oh! So like literally the purpose of that show is like how to be a good parent. And I, I sobbed. I was like, oh my God. Right? I was like, man, Australia. So much better than America.
0: No, here's the thing. Now I want to watch Bluey. <laughs> well, I know. And it's like... <laughs> I want to watch It's so... It. And the episodes like, are like seven
1: minutes long. And so it's like great. Yeah, they're like seven yeah. minutes long. That's and That's perfect like,
0: for my ADHD.
1: Right? and it's That's perfect perfect like the other day i was like down at the gym in my apartment complex i was like on the treadmill and i was like i'm really really bored right now so i put on bluey <laughs> so like someone's going to walk into this apartment complex and find this like 22 year old grown woman watching an australian kids show while like crying on the treadmill <laughs>
0: crying on the treadmill and it was just oh crying because of the show or crying because cardio
1: <laughs> both <laughs> both Both. the show made me cry because it was an episode of like i have two older sisters right Mm -hmm. i'm the youngest and there was an episode about like little sister big sister and bingo the little sister was like because little sisters don't always get beat by big sisters and i was like oh my gosh oh right oh
0: yeah (laughs) oh it's so good i that's such a fun take because i am the oldest of two Yeah. yeah my little sister my well not so little my sister's i think like half an inch tall and you know, like five she really likes to say it she is five eleven and three quarters she likes to say it because she is a quarter of an inch away from six foot and she is bitter mm-hmm. because we, we come from a very tall family my dad's 6 8 yeah and like she is very tall and like basically my dad's side of the family is really tall my mom's side of the family is kind of short mm-hmm. but my mom is like half an inch tall than me so i'm the shortest yeah and i'm like fuck guys come <laughs> on um let me grow an inch guys um
1: but i'm the tallest of my three sisters by like a quarter of an inch but i have really long legs and so like the middle of the three of us has a really long torso so everyone thinks that i'm like astronomically taller than her and i'm not that makes sense it's just because i have long legs and she doesn't loser
0: loser (laughs) like i have long legs you have a long torso and then like that just like changes like it's like an optical illusion kind of oh exactly oh yeah um but it's, yeah, it's really funny because my little, little quote unquote sister, she's 18. She's about to graduate high school in Aww. like two months. That's wild. And when it, is she going
1: to college? Does she know?
0: Uh, Funny enough, she, so I think she'll be okay with telling people this because it's literally a big flex. Yeah. Um, so basically she is going to college at Nyack right now and okay. she's a part of the welding program. So she's graduating from Nyack on like the 5th of May or something with her welding degree. And then she's what going back. And then she's graduating high school, like May of twenty one. Wait, so she's like graduating with her college degree? Yes. Before her high school degree? Yes. Damn. And then she's having a graduation party at the fire station because she's the first female firefighter in <gasps> Belmont history. Icon. She is the first female firefighter of Belmont history. That's so and cool. They're having. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have. Again, if mom, you can call me later and re- confirm with me, but I think <laughs> it's gonna be at the fire station um because why the fuck wouldn't it be yeah um and she's gonna have like all of her welding degree out her firefighter things out and she's gonna have her high school degree right there and her college degree right there damn so she she's what a powerful woman she literally said she literally said i don't have time i'm getting this done now yeah she's like i'm gonna done now that's wild good for her (laughs) i'm like that is like i feel like if i just got my adhd under control that would have been me (laughs) because now i'm just like
1: (laughs) and i just like put so much shit i know well like my my sister my old the middle of the three of us so like my oldest sister's 10 years older than me so yeah i was like seven when she graduated high school yeah uh and then she is like a female farmer right now which like love her she like was a farm wife and then left her job to like be a full-time farmer and i'm like oh badass, badass. and then the middle of the three of us you is, grow that corn <laughs> i know you grow that corn dara like,
0: <laughs> you grow you, that corn in the I'm midwest like, i don't understand any of it but i have so much respect for her. i mean i don't either the only thing i know is i detasseled yeah, yeah. and but, i couldn't even detassel i was so allergic to it
1: Oh, I like really? yeah I couldn't detassel and I was so mad because they make so much money detasseling oh my god at I, least where I'm from they made a lot of money I have de-tasseling. I have
0: a story about that but anyways go on with what you're oh, saying
1: yeah so the Riley the middle of the three of us she like got her college degree during 2020 in like in neuroscience yeah and then neuroscience is, yeah wow and she's currently a like neuroscience researcher at the University of Minnesota and she studies, like, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and all that jazz. Oh, my God. Like, like she's, in, she's the smartest person I know, but also so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. And she's she's a Capricorn.
0: Oh. Half, like, my dad and both my sisters are Capricorns. Why does every Capricorn I know go into some sort of, like, science?
1: I know. And then, like, I, for all the viewers out there, it's, like, the <laughs> easiest thing. If you, like, take one look at me, it's like, oh, obviously. But I am a Leo sun, Leo moon, and Taurus rising. Mm-hmm. And then my mom is an Aries. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> that makes sense it's a fun dynamic in our family <laughs> three fourths capricorns sense. and then two two fifths uh fire signs
0: oh that's funny yeah that's funny because both of my parents are virgos oh my mom my mom sorry i did not mean to do that little <laughs> and my mom like she's great she's great she's amazing i love her um but she's a virgo sun mm-hmm. she's a taurus moon mm. and a capricorn rising so she's a triple earth sign interesting and then my dad is a virgo sun gemini moon Ooh, gemini yeah which the two mercury based planets as the sun and moon like what that's wild and then he's a scorpio rising i love a scorpio right my john is a scorpio well hello i'm also a scorpio i knew it i'm a scorpio i get get along so well with scorpios that makes sense yeah that makes sense i'm a scorpio um i am a sagittarius moon hence podcast um and then i'm a pisces rising Oh, I don't think I actually know any, like, sun sign Pisces. Really?
1: I don't think I do. I know Maybe I do, but. I know a couple.
0: Yeah. Like, we're going to have to, like, dial down, like, which signs, like, we know the most of and the signs we know the least of. I know the most Capricorns just because it's most of my family. Like, (laughs) like on on Facebook, I have over a thousand friends on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. I see, like, a shit ton of birthdays for every single zodiac sign. But, like, personally, personally, I know a lot of Geminis. I I know one
1: Gemini she was my roommate in college and I get along pretty well with Gemini's but I don't even remember there was like one sign that I have like there's like three people in my life that I do not get along with and they're all that sign I don't even remember
0: and then for me I don't even remember for me you're the first Leo moon interaction that I've had a positive experience with really yeah
1: as, I, as far
0: as I know of. Yeah. Because, like, I literally have been traumatized by a Leo moon. So. I've been
1: traumatized by a Leo. <laughs>
0: if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Oh, yeah.
1: I, like, my my ex-boyfriend was a Leo. He was, like, three days. He was, like, three days older than me. Like, two, oh. Yeah wow I uh, was close yeah, yeah 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 and i like it was one of those where like because we i think because we had the same son we like got along really really well mm-hmm. until we didn't and then it was until so bad it. so it's always I'm like i've been <clears with throat> someone whenever whenever someone is like i've been traumatized by a leo i'm like it's okay girl me too <laughs> me too
0: and they're like aren't you a leo and you're like yeah 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 oh, i've yeah, been yeah. traumatized yeah. by myself though let's be real <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Leos, yeah, finishing the family, like, little yeah, 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 yeah. So, sorry. so no, you're good. No, again, we literally went off the rails for a second, um, which is really great for podcasting. Yeah, um, it takes us like 20 minutes to talk about something, and then it's good content. Um, my sister, however, mm-hmm. she is a Leo sun, oh, she is a Pisces moon, and she's an Aquarius rising. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So, you have two Virgos, mm-hmm. right? And they literally, like, again they're they are very good at leaderships like numbers statistics yeah. logistics when it comes to emotions and anything like really they're again this is not like a like this is not like a heavy read this is just like an observation yeah i'm pretty sure they would say the same to themselves they're not like creative in the way that i'm creative mm-hmm. you know because i have like two fucking water signs in and a, and a fire moon like right yeah. there like, I am one of the most creative people that I know. Yeah. I mean, we're literally <laughs> I know a in a lot your podcast people. studio right now. Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the temporary the studio. The temporary podcast Again, studio. Again, come back in, like, eight weeks, and I'll have my fresh new setup, and I'll be on YouTube and Patreon and I'm all that. I'm so excited for that. I'm so fucking excited for that. Do you? Oh, my God. It makes me feel so much better knowing I'm not going to have to call Warburg Security anymore to unlock yeah. the door for me at, like, 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hate Warburg. Well, we do love Warburg. Warburg we, we love, love We love Warburg. Like, we do. It's yeah. just like, it just, it makes me feel bad when I like have to call Warburg Security every single yeah. week. And I'm like, hey, this is more, and they're like, Morgan Schlichting, you want um <laughs> room 151 of the JCOM building, correct? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm like, you need to see my ID. They're like, we've got you memorized. We're good. We'll be over in two. <laughs> they're like, girl, we know you. Oh my God, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. My God, my God. And like, <laughs> even though they like know me, it just like, it still sucks to have to like call. And it it, it makes me feel so annoying. Yeah. You know, like, I don't mean to be that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really don't mean to be that way. It just is what it is. Yeah. So I'm really glad that now I'm going to have the freedom to just do whatever I want, record when I want. And then on top of that, with the YouTube and Patreon, if I have my whole setup and everything like that, I can Mm -hmm. literally take it wherever I need to go. So I can travel to people. Yeah. And then I can travel more Mm -hmm. and I can go out more. Mm -hmm. And I can have, like, a better schedule. You know what I mean? I get you. For, like, the most little bit, obviously, with my new manager job, I'm going to have to just stick with my little thing for a little bit. Yeah. But if I really am, like, planning a big collaboration, I'm going to be like, hey. I have to do this time off. This is where I'm at. Because at this point, like, I've explained it to them before. Because um, the owners that hired me, they um, are not the most, like, tech savvy. And I don't Mm -hmm. think they really... um, I don't think they understand the concept of like freelancing and like well uh, they're a small business so like they get like owning a business yeah but they don't get the fact that like hey I work on social media social I media am my is own my boss job. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I do this and I do that I offer this 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 and that there's a mm-hmm. lot that goes into that I at least need at least one or two days of the week to focus on that yeah you know and they said like early on like I'm gonna have Mondays off always yeah um but like when we get sooner along like they'll be able to give me like one more day off for Mm -hmm. example like they're gonna let me have like maybe like a wednesday off or maybe like a thursday off which would be super nice yeah so then at that point i could be like okay then if i get like a wednesday off then i can record everything on monday Mm -hmm. get it edited have it all ready to go and then on wednesday i can post it Mm -hmm. and then plan more content out for the week yep and then just get that all planned situated and then i could just like fuck off and just do whatever you pass want. out for like a day yeah. you know <laughs> which you'll probably need to do as a
1: restaurant manager so oh yes the worst
0: oh yes because at this point like it's so this is the this is like the part that really strokes my ego hard mm-hmm. it's like i'm going to be a boss over there i'm going to be a manager there and then on top of that i am my own boss with no internal model like yeah oh, mm, you know what i mean like boss that lady. just seems like so yeah boss i'm literally lady. the i'm literally the definition of Hashtag girl boss. You know what I mean? We love to see that. Yeah. And I think I'm like the first like female manager or like first female leadership position that they've ever seen. So I think that's also like wow go me go you go me you and my like,
1: sister are killing it yeah
0: we love to see it oh yeah my parents my parents are very proud mm-hmm. <laughs> they, i will admit they were a little worried about me for a little bit because like i was very much just like i am doing this full-time and someday i'm going and of course that's still a plan yeah but i'm like i'm gonna do this full-time one day and i'm gonna be doing this and i'm gonna be doing that and then my parents are like oh because they again working in social media and having that be a full-time job it's new it's different people really haven't seen a lot of that until covid Mm -hmm. so it's basically like a very like this is basically like social media freelancing is in it's like toddler era right now oh yeah it's very very new very very new and i took a chance on it back in march of 21 yeah not really expecting anything and now here i am like Mm -hmm. launching a website i'm gonna be launching merch soon i had to design one more sticker and then it's up I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm going to have to show you, you later. Have to. Oh, oh my god, yeah you're like yeah. you fucking have you to literally have to i will throw a fit <laughs> i will literally hold you at knife point if you do not show me this shit yep. no i'm joking. well i'm like it's just it's just like one of those like butter knives i was like i will hold I you will at butter knife point at butter knife <laughs> <laughs> show me your fucking merch i dare you i, I dare you <laughs> well i'm like
1: my my parents like i started doing social media for isdta which is like the like iowa state dance association yeah um It's the largest dance competition in the country. I always like to throw that in. Oh, period. Period. But I started doing that, like, right when I graduated high school. So I was 17 when I graduated high school. Yeah. And I, like, started doing that. And then my dad, like my dad works for Frito-Lay. And so he is like, he's a busy, busy boy. And my mom, my mom's a mammographer. So she works in like healthcare field and everything. So when COVID hit, yeah. Yeah. So when COVID hit, I like, I moved home and I was with them. And of course, like my job at that point was social media for the church I used to work at. And my, that was her water bottle. Sorry, here, (laughs) ASMR. You're going to fucking hate this. I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why was that like kind of satisfying though? Like I'm mm-hmm. mad about
1: it. It kind of was though. Uh, it's but, really like,
0: like squeaky. And then sometimes I'll literally just like sip on it in the living room like, <laughs> like I'm almost doing like the, here, I'm almost doing like the little kid like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm like God. doing that in the living room as I'm like designing content and I'm like making up TikTok ideas, like, like looking water. up like prices for this, this, this and this, and yeah. like getting that all ready to go. And I'm just chugging water in the living room, and Travis is just like, um, "Are <laughs> good?" And I'm like, "Am I ever am so? I ever, am I ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best roommate well, like, ever. God bless him. We love him. Yeah. Yeah. He even brought that up today. Like he's just like." yeah i'm gonna have to start getting used to doing this because you're gonna be leaving soon and i was just like yeah that's right it Hmm. is gonna be soon
1: that's so weird yeah and so like so john and i moved like when we lived in iowa um we basically lived together right like we basically which if anybody i doubt it but if anyone from the church i used to work at is listening to this they're gonna be like (gasps) oh sinful but we were (laughs) um we like basically lived together yeah but we didn't technically like i lived with my sister for a while Mm -hmm. um in iowa and john lived like in his own place but i was like never home and then when we moved out to Minnesota, we were like, okay, we're going to live together because it's so expensive. Right. Like, it's ridiculously expensive. And there was no reason to not. And so we did. And um, I was thinking it's really funny because there are some things that, like, now that we actually live together, there's, like, roommate things that are, like, so different. Like, I will not take the trash out. I refuse. I'm too pretty to take the trash out. And- <laughs>
0: There's the Leo. There's the Leo. I'm <laughs> writing that down and that is going to be the title of this episode. If you would like me to design a sticker for this as well. Oh my let god. Me know. I will I literally will buy it. it. I have oh period. No idea. It's going to be I'm
1: too pretty to take the I'm trash. I'm too pretty out. to take the trash out, so I make John do it. But I like I do a majority of the
0: cleaning. Uh, because we have a (laughs) cat sorry Sorry, I was gonna do it in my head but I literally cannot hear shit in my head so I was like I literally have to type out loud and it's gonna sound really stupid but it's okay we love to see it (laughs) anyways and I
1: like I do a majority of the cleaning because I can do it faster than John can and I'm like a big efficiency person which I don't know if that's my Taurus or my dad but I
0: like <laughs> I don't know if that's my or my dead. dad, but I just like
1: if something is not done like the most efficient way, I get so bothered by it. So John, like he does the vacuuming because I don't like to do that. And so, like John'll vacuum. John'll do trash. um and John'll help with like laundry and all that jazz. But like he sometimes, when I ask him to like clean something off of the counter, he'll just like move it somewhere else. And I'm like, okay, well, now that, like we have seven hundred square feet in this apartment we don't have that much like you can't put it yeah. there yeah and so i just like i just do it which i know is like i don't know i get that from my mom too because my mom is like i used to like purposely do things bad as a kid so that my mom would do it because I. Didn't <laughs> it was like, want like
0: malicious to. and kind of thing oh yeah but, like, like i don't you know you didn't
1: know <laughs> oh like are you like an
0: enneagram person at all have you looked into that at all ah oh, i think i looked at it before i think i think I think I c- could probably grabbing the I'm research, wrong, but I think I might be in the three. I I'm know. a three. So I'm a three wing
1: two. And the threes are known to be like little politicians. So they'll like kind of manipulate whatever thing they have to to like kind of get their way. But like, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I am a three, but I don't think manipulation is always such a bad thing. Like, I think sometimes it works out. (laughs) like Sometimes. 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 And, like, yeah, so I definitely did that as a kid. Like, I was a little politician, and I would, like, do whatever I had to do to kind of get out of doing things.
0: Right. I'm literally doing the Enneagram test right now Um, (laughs) just to make sure. Yeah. No, you
1: seem like a three. You might be a three-wing four, too, because fours are very creative, which I get along a lot better with three-wing fours than i do with, so when you mean like three wing fours like yeah so what does that mean i would love to tell you so the enneagram is like one through nine and the three like their name is the success or like the, the the successful or like the politician or the leader or something like that and then um on either side of your number so you can either be like a three wing four or a three wing two and then that kind of means like that's the number that you go to And so, like, the three-wing four of four is known to be, like, the individualist and, like, very creative and, like, kind of the romantic. And then the three-wing two, the two is the helper. So, like, I know someone who is a two-wing three. So they, like, at the base point are a helper. And then in order to be helpful, they'll do things that the three would do. So, like, for me, in order to, like, get successful, sometimes I will be very helpful and, like, cute and charming and all that jazz, which is, like, super fun. Which is like there's a lot of stigma because is used a lot in churches, which is how I know it. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know why because I feel like churches are so against like astrology and like personality tests, and then the enneagram one they just like latched onto, which I'm like, mm, seems weird, but okay. And so they like latched onto the enneagram one. And uh, it's a good tool, though, for like learning people because John is a nine wing eight, and the nine is the peacemaker, and the eight is like the opposite of a peacemaker. Interesting. So he's constantly like trying to make peace while also like being a little shit. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> like yeah. constant
0: inner turmoil. I feel that. So, like, when you say, like, this is just me trying to put like an associated on it. So, like, yeah. if you say, like, uh three wing two or three wing four like uh-huh. when you say like wing is that basically like kind of like a moon sign kind of thing yeah
1: kind of like that so it's like it oh. still determines a lot of your like main functions but there's like the main one and then that one is kind of what you do
0: to like boost it if that makes any sense interesting i'm on page two. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no because i was looking the organizations i belong to would not function well without mm, yeah um i feel (laughs) i feel very i often feel overtaken by a moment accurate i often feel different from yup i like to analyze things from every mm, neutral i (coughs) i'm very impulsive sometimes i always Mm -hmm. have a plan for what i would do if things go wrong it's kind of like between neutral and accurate yeah sometimes there's always things where i'm just like there are like little tiny things that they're like well did you think of this and i was like Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I didn't,
1: actually. There were so many. Like, I know, and I'm sure you've dealt with this, too. Because we're the same age, right?
0: are you? Because I graduated young. Or did you? Are you 23 or are you 22? I'm 23. I graduated kind of old. So I was born, um, sorry, guys, November 9th, 1999. So I am turning 24 in November. So I I was born July
1: 31st, 2000. So I was younger for my grade. But we're, like, roughly the same age. I'm sure you've dealt with it. But, like, so much... Ageism in especially like churches that I've worked at because, like, and what you were talking about of like not knowing or like not like people being like, What about this thing? and you're like, Oh, (laughs) yeah, that happened all the time at the church I used to work at, where they would be like, Hey, you need to do this like social media post, and then I would do it, and they would be like, Okay, well, like, what about X, Y, and Z? and I was like, Sometimes X, Y, and Z matters, sometimes it doesn't. But there was i don't know why my brain went to the whole like topic of ageism but i also feel like it's interesting because i feel like men don't experience ageism like women do and like especially young men because i feel like i mean john is also four years older than me which is but nobody knew he was like people thought he we were the same age but he mm-hmm. was a senior when i was a freshman oh yeah gotcha. okay. he was born in 96 old man okay but, <laughs> man. <laughs> he like i feel like a lot of people that we used to work with were like super demeaning or like didn't think that i had the experience that i did and maybe it was because i also did social media and john did production so like production in churches is nothing new like making videos and having lights social media is like relatively new as an industry but like mm-hmm. in churches too and i feel like it, it was just a combination of a lot of things but i don't know why my brain was just like i feel like there's probably a lot of your listeners that are like young women and probably have experienced this like bullshit idea that you can't do what you want to do because you're 20
0: mm-hmm. and i think it's so stupid mm-hmm. so
1: especially with this whole like tiktok getting banned thing
0: Some of the like, oh my god! This like Congress. I literally called my representative. Oh, you did, and I left a very passionate voicemail. As you should. So like, it wasn't like very passionate. Like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, it wasn't that. But it was like, it was like, it was like from the heart. So basically, what I did was I was talking about it, and I was like, hey, um, by the way, here's one point I want to bring up. If they want to track us, we have many computers in our pockets constantly and we're not worried about that. Nope. but we're worried about an app. An app and it feels like it's I mean I know that this is
1: like probably not like unproven, like I'm sure everyone's thinking this, but like the thing that gets me is that they're primarily owned by Americans. It's just the fact that they are, like their owner is a Chinese man, that they're like it just feels racist. It does. It feels very racist and it, it feels like well, it's also like I was talking to my I'm mom. I'm like, do about you it? really
0: think they're really concerned about us? No, and like, I also deep like, down, like deep down, like on that kind of level, if they were going to be concerned about us, I yeah. feel like they'd be concerned in like multiple other different ways. Yeah, but like an app,
1: I know. And I'm also like, there are so many A social other... media app. Yeah, so like, really? do you want to look through my TikTok for you page? And like the Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party wants
0: to look through my TikTok for you page. Go ahead, there's you, nothing there. You really want me to look, go through my for you page and find like. 55% Maddie Healy from the 1975 TikToks, and yep. then, like, 45%, like, small business TikToks. Yeah, a little like, bit of Pedro Pascal thrown in. A little bit. A little bit of Hunger Games. A little like, bit of, hey, sexy lady, thrown in. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, a
0: little bit of that thrown in there.
1: A little, I'm little like, bit of that. Some, girl. like, morning routines from, like, girls in Utah that are just all over my For You page, which mm-hmm. is, like, I'm I'm down. But, yeah, it's just, I don't get it. And I think it's also, like, I, underst- I understand that, like, there is ageism on the other side too of like older people but my thing is like i will not tell my dad how to use a map because i have no sense of direction and i have a mini computer in my pocket that tells me exactly where i need to go and i'm not going to question it so my dad should not be telling me how to do things that have nothing that like he doesn't know about because he didn't grow up with it right well and i was like talking to my mom about it and it's again the whole thing of like it's a new industry i was like do you know how many people like if tiktok gets banned There are so many people who are literally going to be out of a job. Right. Exactly. That's what
0: I put in too. And I said, hey, like I, and I explained, I was like, I feel a little bit more passionate about this because I, of course, like I'm not trying to be like, I'm more passionate than you. But like, I am a podcaster. Yeah. Monologue. My job is also social media. Number one. Number two I have small businesses of the week segment on here and I talk to small businesses. So I am friends with a lot of them. I have personal relationships mm-hmm. with relationships with a lot of them. I see what their struggles are and what they go through and their high points and what they go through. I see all of that very clearly. TikTok is a huge part of it. Yeah. And TikTok marketing. And I told them too, like TikTok marketing, like you can literally market so much on TikTok, mm-hmm. especially for people who are neurodivergent like me or you who see like short form content. It's kind of like a little mini commercial and yeah. it's just like easy on the brain fa- you get the information fast, boom, mm-hmm. move on with your day. Yeah. And it's so nice. It's so efficient. It's it's fun it's fun and it's like the algorithm is literally set up to
1: help people grow and like small business owners whereas like facebook and instagram is not meant for that like right that's not what it's meant for and so like i just don't right like so it, if, uh, if tiktok
0: gets banned me. if tiktok gets banned because a bunch of people in the government mm-hmm. who have one mcdonald's sprite and they're done <laughs> 10 15 years past their expiration date, and they're in an oval office yeah. trying to tell us what to do they don't even i literally like i'm not trying to like compare but like i have seen people their age go into phone stores and be like my phone isn't working well turn your ringer on oh you're my ringer on yeah. like they literally don't know how technology works like that yeah. they don't know how phones work most of the time and like this is a whole new thing for them mm-hmm. and of course like i don't I understand the fact that they don't understand, but like learn about it. Yeah, learn about it. Don't just like sit there at stuff that you don't understand and then just ban it. Yeah, that like could you go can for either... a lot of different issues. Well, politically. that's, that's <laughs> like my thing
1: is like, what does this lead to? Because my my main like humorous point, but it's also like a little scary, is the fact that like their whole problem with it is that this it's this like communist China thing. But like one of the one of the things about communism that we don't like in America is that they tell other people like what to do. And that's what they're doing. And it's like, it just really, and it's also like, if you're Republican, you want small government. This is the opposite of small government. Like, it just, it bothers. And I also understand, like, I probably don't understand all the reasoning behind why they want to ban it. Like, I know that there is, like, genuine concern of, like, data being stolen but the the points that people are bringing up is like it's not this company like this these are industry problems that you guys are bringing up to like protect the children of like TikTok challenges and it's like oh then parent your kids yes like thank this is, you i'm like this Parent is not a kids. tiktok issue this is a parenting issue and like yes. kids are dumb and that's like not like kids kids brains aren't developed to like under like the whole like cinnamon challenge thing that was like on vine they don't
0: get that they don't get that like john
1: will not john will not eat cinnamon because he did that and they like scored him for life but he's oh like God. that's not vine's fault like that's not youtube's fault that's my dumbass's fault yeah and like
0: it's Weird, too, because, like, also, like, if you are going to be a content creator and if mm-hmm. you are pushing this stuff out there, of course, like, if you want to do some certain challenges, like, I, again, put a disclaimer. Put a disclaimer. Good God, put disclaimers. Yeah. Like, be like, hey, by the way, like, trigger warnings are very important. Disclaimers yep. are very important. Yep. Like, having that communication right away
1: is so important it's so important cuz people can be like triggered by so many different things and
0: it's just like it's just human compassion and people can be very influenced by a lot of things Yeah, like even though like we are like 23 22 years old yeah. like and we obviously have more experience in life and we obviously know more than like a teenager does and yeah. we know more than like are a little child more developed, does yeah our brains are a little bit more developed even so like there are some people that are still influenced by like stupid ass hollywood gossip do you know how many tiktok pages i've tiktok videos i've seen about like hailey baldwin and selena gomez oh my god and i'm like so many and i'm Team like yeah, yeah and i'm just like well yeah <laughs> but then i like look at that and i'm just like wait why am i getting so wrapped up in this well and it's all why I'm like, i don't this... know these
1: people and this poor girl is getting like death threats that i'm like we don't know like kaylee bieber was getting like death threats and then selena gomez had to make a statement that was like nobody like, deserves death nobody threats. deserves death threats over some like stupid ex like how many ex-boyfriends do we have that have so much drama associated with them mm-hmm. and they don't deserve well no but like they don't deserve. <laughs> well well but like no one deserves death threats no one no. deserves that and especially like as a celebrity it's just i don't it's I just so crazy i wouldn't crazy wish to a death me. threat on my
0: worst enemy no I really me either
1: because that's scary like that's terrifying yeah and it's just like it's so ridiculous to me. And I just am, like, my my fear is, like, what does it lead to? What does this whole, like, banning TikTok thing lead to? Because there's so many, like, that that's an infringement on, like, free speech, at least in my point of view. And that's... Oh, it's the thing that really... And the whole, like, protect the children thing. Like, no, you, you don't actually care about that. Like, I think that everyone does care about protecting children. I do believe that. But that's not what this is about. But
0: not in the level that they want us to believe that they're concerned. Exactly. Like, we could kind of see right through that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's like, this isn't this isn't about that. Like, you don't need to hide behind this, like, mask of, like, I'm protecting the children. Like, that doesn't gain you points. If you're protecting, that's not going to make me be like, man, you
0: know what? If you're protecting the children, then stop banning gay rights and transgender rights and also yep. stop banning drag. But but then maybe we should also, like, have more fucking gun control and we should also make sure we're aware of, like, pedophiles out there and make sure yeah. we're, like, making sure we're taking care of that. Also, um, fucking abortion laws as well. Yeah. Like, Roe v. Wade. Like, where? why would you bring a child into this world And number one, is oh, not literally. going to be financially supported, not going to be, like, very welcome to the family. If yeah. they're in the adoption center and if they're in, like, foster systems and stuff like that, they're, like, they might be susceptible to a really horrible unsafe experience yeah like you don't care about you care about the child when it's in the womb but you don't care about the child when it's, out. it's outside the it womb. should exactly. be the complete fucking opposite yeah obviously care either way but yeah. like do it in a way where it's easiest for everybody in that situation especially for the person that is carrying Caring the, the baby well yeah, yeah. And it's like
1: i like i said, I live in minnesota which is like a very liberal state like mm-hmm. it's it's like literally governor waltz just signed like a transgender um Like, basically, if if somebody comes into Minnesota to, like, get care, like, gender-affirming care, they are completely free from, like, any, uh, like, legal repercussions of that. Really? Yeah, like, it's, like, a refuge state, basically. Holy shit. Like, Minnesota's, which is, like, wild, because I did not think that... Minnesota. (laughs) Minnesota, but, like, it's it's a very... The Midwest, what? The Midwest? Crazy. But it's a very, like, liberal-dominated state. And I also think, like, I think it's really interesting because I think there's a difference between Republican and conservative. Um, thank you yeah because i'm like i've met so many republicans that like like i've had genuine my sister dara like leans more right and i've had so many like thoughtful heartfelt conversations with her that have like ended really really well and there are like obviously there are things politically we disagree upon right but like at the bottom line i feel like if you're a true republican and you want small government whether that goes against your morals or not because it's not your moral
0: which like right. especially
1: like I've worked in churches and I've worked in like very conservative churches that like just uh I remember one time they like gave this sermon about like abortion and it was basically like well if you've had an abortion like we love you and we and like all this jazz and I was like I I get that but it's only if you've had an abortion and you regret it Like, that was my thing is, like, it was only in the context of, like, if I was, like, oh, I had an abortion and I don't regret it, they would be,
0: like, well, that's a sin. And it's, like, "Mm, it's not, though. Well, have you asked me why I don't regret it? Because yeah. maybe it could be like, oh yeah, the doctors literally saved my life because yeah, it was a ectopic fucking pregnancies. ectopic pregnancy, septic yeah. There's so many different cases. And I also think A miscarriage
1: like, that was not able to be released naturally. Naturally. Exactly. Like literally like most miscarriages eventually end in like a medicated abortion because they have to in order to get all of that out of them. And it's, and,
0: it's sad. And they also have to, you know, save the woman's life. Yeah. I can't believe they care more about babies in the uterus or not even like- i can't believe that they focus more on embryos that are not developed mm-hmm. and cannot live outside in the outside world without the mother but they don't give a shit about the person carrying the baby in the yeah first place. they don't give a shit i'm like i wouldn't even have. if a problem. you have a uterus they don't give a fuck about you oh yeah and they i'm really like don't. i
1: wouldn't even i wouldn't even necessarily have <laughs> a problem if it was like i care about the baby and the mother but because the mother is living like that's the most important thing like that's a whole different conversation because like my my dad like my oldest sister is my half sister on my dad's side and she like was in a situation where like dara could have been put in foster care or she like could have been aborted but
0: right. like i don't
1: like never in my life have i been like like well there's a the whole conversation of like that they tell people a lot of like well what if your mother aborted you right like someone right. at my old church told me that i'm like well what if your mother aborted you i'm like i wouldn't care because i wouldn't be i wouldn't here. be here like why would i give a
0: shit like my soul like our souls like uh, like energy is energy and yeah. like souls are souls we're gonna find a way here one way or another yeah like if it wasn't meant to be this way then it's meant to be another way and yep. it's okay and again i wouldn't give a fuck because i wouldn't be here in the first place if i was
1: yep so, like- it's like i care so like I'm, I'm obviously like so grateful and happy that my sister is like here obviously yes like i care like i'm so happy for her and like i'm happy that my parents were in a position to like have dara move in with us dara was 12 when she moved in with us like right but we were in that position, and not everybody is. And I think that that's like the most important thing to understand is like, if you're a teen mom and you decide to keep your baby, wonderful. You had a choice, and you chose to do that. Yes, but not choice. everybody has that choice. Exactly. choice. exactly. Exactly. Make your choice. Whoa. If
0: you never want to have an abortion in your life and you hate it, fine. Good. Your don't choice. Have one. Don't have one. If you need to have an abortion to save your life, go ahead. Do it. That's have your choice. One. Yes. Yeah. Like. It's so, and I, I think that's also one detail too that just really flies over people's heads. Like, hey, you have a choice. Like, we're not forcing you to get an abortion. I don't think anybody should be forced to do anything. Like, we're not for, like, for the people out there, this is, okay, so one thing too, like... I thank you for uh, mentioning earlier that there is a difference between Republicans and conservatives yeah. because sometimes I have to keep myself in check with that mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I like intertwine those two like crazy. Yeah. And like, I will say my parents, they are more right leaning. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're conservative by any means, yeah. but they do swing more that way. And yeah. we have had conversations before where I lean towards the left, obviously, if you cannot tell by <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> if you can't tell, I lean more towards the left. Um, and like, we've had conversations before where like um this is something that happened this is something and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and like i have to break that down and be like this is my side of things and then they're like okay this is my side of things and we can have like a genuine conversation we had a conversation about um kim reynolds signing um the whole like trend yeah kimmy um like she like signed this bill i was just like yeah they have like they were like not six supporting months to
1: detransition. Like or detransition. Like that.
0: And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? That's so fucked up. That's so invasive. That's so unsafe. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's so homophobic in a way and that's so, so homophobic
1: and like trans non-inclusive
0: and it's, yeah. yeah and it's like that's the
1: decision between the parents and the kid and the doc and their doctors mm-hmm. like that should not be a decision of the governments and i think that like like my dad and i have had many conversations about like gun control and stuff because like especially like you and me we grew up in a generation of like school shootings and yes. like genuine fear of that like i remember sandy Hook happening i was in seventh grade and I remember my sister and I. She was a freshman, and we literally had a conversation about how to get my kindergarten-aged niece out of the elementary school if a shooter came in. Like,
0: and that's that should not, yeah, yeah. that should I, not I was be a 12 thought. Twelve years old.
1: I was twelve years old. I should not be thinking that. And like, literally, had a whole conversation about it and like how to do it. And I remember like telling my dad that and like seeing his expression change. And it was because like my dad is more right-leaning too, mm-hmm. and we have had like many conversations about gun control and everything and i think bottom line i think that there's so many extremes on both sides that people yes. just like like as yes. soon as i'm like we should have gun control people are like well i want my guns and i'm like i didn't say you couldn't dude like i <laughs> i didn't, say, I you didn't couldn't. say you couldn't like i i'm not i don't i don't really want a gun in my house just because i've seen so many like gun accidents with kids and stuff right and that's your choice that's
0: choice because everybody should have a like choice. hey let's hear from the back one more time
1: Choice.
0: choice. <laughs> that's your <laughs> choice.
1: Literally. And it's just so infuriating.
0: It is. And like I think that's the thing that I have to really watch out for too, because like just because you're Republican doesn't mean you are necessarily like extreme right. Yeah. Or just because you are liberal doesn't mean you are extreme left. Yeah. Like, like I, I definitely think there's a purpose for guns and stuff. Like, like I think the extremists are the people where I personally am like, oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. let's dial it back a little bit. Like let's actually listen to other perspectives and see because i'm always down to listen to a different perspective oh yeah i'm always down to listen mm-hmm. to it of like and again like i'm always like hey if you're not harming yourself and if you're not harming anybody else then do whatever the fuck you need to do yeah like, i don't care yeah i guess again like whatever choice you make that doesn't bring any harm to anybody whatsoever then perfect yeah but, Good. like, you need to have
1: that choice. Yes. And that's, like, my problem when people are, like, taking choices away from people. I'm like, that's the problem. Like, you should be able to have the choices in your life to own a gun or to not own a gun or yeah. to get an abortion or not have an abortion or right. to have TikTok or not have TikTok. Right. Like- and, like,
0: these laws, again, too, like, you know what? Like, we, why are we making these laws? Like, hey, here's the thing. Like, if we, like, are able to have gay marriage and if we're Gay, manage, gay, manage. gay marriage, hello. Gay marriage. And if please. we're able to, <laughs> like, f- like, have transgender care mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, hey, here's the thing. We're not forcing you to be a gender or sex that you're not. We're yeah. not forcing you. To love someone who you don't want to love. We're not yeah. forcing you to watch a drag show for fuck's sake. We're not yeah. forcing you to have an abortion. We're not forcing you to not have a, well, they're forcing us to not have an abortion. You're, but like that shouldn't, shouldn't be the way it is. Should not be the way it is. We shouldn't force people one way or the other. Exactly. Of course, unless it's like, hey, like, you need to have an abortion or else, you know, we you're you gonna die. Well, yeah. And like there was this whole
1: I saw it on TikTok where like, and I I like, asked it's John. It's always the whole, a choice. It's always a choice. Like, and we need to I, have like, a choice. Exactly. And I even like I asked John because it all over tiktok of like ask your partner if like if there was a pregnancy that like was gonna end and either the baby or you dying and you had to like choose like the partner had to choose what would the partner choose and john's like i'm gonna choose you like you okay I'm, yeah. yeah
0: green flag for me. green flag right green i'm like flag. i'm
1: not and i was like no like i i want to be a mom more than anything in the world like i wanted to be a mom my whole life but like my sister Viley, like she's been she's like uh-uh. like I, she's <laughs> I don't think she cares about like anyone knowing but like I don't think Shirley really wants to have kids and that's mm-hmm. like her choice
0: right and I think that it's so and I kind of lean back and forth on it but again yeah. like I'm gonna make that choice when I make the choice eventually exactly. Yes. exactly exactly and it's
1: just like especially I feel like because I worked in like even the concept of like woman being child free is so it's like still new and like earth-breaking because like the the church that i used to work at i need to like give it a, a fake name um yellowstone church the- <laughs> like, we love don't to see say it. the
0: name here's the name here's the name uh we'll say the location anyways here's the location. Here's no, <laughs> uh but it was very the exact address there's the exact address here's one, my logs here's my address while you're at. You what you writing you want my security sister? number do you yeah. need my cvv let's go for it
1: but i like i feel like there was it was never like a. if you have kids it was like so when you have kids but they never spoke that way about the guys like the guys i mean like kids were never even brought up with the guys it was like no. always to the girls like so when you have kids, or, like, when you're a mom, which but it was never that conversation with the guys, which is, like, so fucked up. Which, also,
0: it's 2023. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing, guys? Like, yeah. seriously, like, do you guys seriously still see us as just birth givers? Yeah. And your personal maid, and that's yeah. it? Like, is that seriously how we're seen? Because, like, hey, it's 2023. That's not the fuck the way it needs to be anymore exactly it's not the way it is there are Mm -hmm. multiple different people aka me aka like other people (laughs) like there are girl bosses out there Mm -hmm. that need to do whatever they need to do and you know what like good for them good for them they're doing their thing yeah and you know what so you know what some people may prefer a little more of like a traditional domesticated lifestyle but again yeah. go you your yeah. choice that's but your then choice. again if you again are like me and i'm like i don't want to be tied down i want to be very independent i want to go 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 i want to do you this to i want to do that i want to be my own boss eventually yeah i want to do this and do that again my choice, choice.
1: well and it was very <laughs> i feel like that's like, the word of the day word of the day choice. word of the day is choice Well, and it was very like, so when John and I started dating, like we had this whole conversation of like, you know, like, and I think it's very important to have that conversation of like, you know, when do you want to get engaged? When do you want to get married? How long do you want to wait to have kids and stuff? Because like, I've always wanted to get married like relatively young and then have like five years of just marriage before I have kids because like my parents got married in February of 97 and then had my sister in December. Like they had such a quick turnaround in their marriage and like... I think that I, – I mean, obviously, they're very much, like, in love, and I love them. They're so cute. But I feel like it was hard on them, especially because, like, my sister, Dara, moved in with us when I was a year old. And so they had they had two toddlers and then a preteen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and they were, like, very stressed out because they didn't have that time to, like, form a marriage, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, I want a more, like, traditional life. But also, like, John and I have talked about it. If one of us needed to, like, stay home with the kids, it would not be me. Like, John would 100% stay home with the kids because I – I am too much of a girl
0: boss.
1: (laughs) Uh, But, like, I just – it's just not – I don't think I could do that, like, be a full-time, like, stay-at-home mom. But John, like, John absolutely could. Right. And we, like – like I said, like, we we both used to work at this church, and we, like, said that one time, and they were so, like, taken aback by that. And there was so, like – Uh, I don't know I think it's an interesting perspective because of the fact that like I had such a terrible experience at a church and I still go to church like I still go to to the church that John works at up in Minnesota Mm -hmm. Uh, but like there was so much like quiet homophobia that I think is so important to look for in a church because like
0: I feel like outward homophobia and quiet homophobia are like equally as dangerous if not quite homophobia is more dangerous especially
1: like in a church environment because there were so many people including like one of my best friends abby love her to death shout out to you abby (laughs) who like is a part of that community and like abby does a lot like abby's a full-time not full-time but she like does youtube and social media like for that community like that's what her her thing is that's what her shtick is and she like went to this church and volunteered and like was almost on staff come to find out that like they were very homophobic
0: and really yeah
1: and they just like they were so like inclusive but it was that whole thing of like we accept you if you're gay but not if
0: you act on it i got my results (gasps) what are you so it says um so here's my little chart if you want to look at it If you want to look at it and then just see if that's very accurate or not. Because, like, you can probably read that chart way more accurately than I could. Oh, yeah. I
1: got you. So this is saying that you have, you're a one. I'm a one. Ones are the, like, perfectionist. (laughs) <laughs> um and then <laughs> okay. we love to see that so it says that you're predominantly a one or a four I or think a four like, okay. I think that they're both right there so then like typically what at least like I've done or other people have done is if you just like google Enneagram four there's like a little thing and then like Enneagram one and there'll be a little thing and if you feel like whichever one makes you feel like you would rather be naked than like reading it because it's like oh I don't like that you know those things about me that's probably your number oh okay i think you're i think you're a four just because you are like so creative but i also could see a one
0: yeah especially with um the perfectionistic parents that i have i've always been around perfection Mm -hmm. and those are like deeply instilled onto me oh yeah you know My,
1: my sister's a one the middle of the three of us
0: oh yeah cute. she's the one
1: i love ones they're fun they're very quiet too which is why i'm
0: like maybe you're a four i think i may be a four because ones I are like quite
1: introverted i like. am not
0: quiet <laughs> yeah
1: well and it's very like i mean there's only nine numbers so obviously there's like you you could be a three and be introverted because typically threes are extroverted but i I think I think you're a four so
0: like the ones the perfectionists, the four are the creatives yeah
1: Yeah, the four is like called the individualist the individualist oh (laughs)
0: okay I think I might be a four yep and then the the
1: three is like the success or something like that I can't think of like the motivator I think is a three and then the two is like the helper the five is the investigator the six is like and my mom's a six it's basically just like super anxious and like safety oriented and then like the seven I every seven I've met I call them they have Peter Pan syndrome they just like never want to grow up Mm -hmm. and then the eight is the like kind of like i don't know eights are kind of like hard asses and like very justice focused and then nines are the peacemaker okay so it's really fun and then like if you're in the if you're a four then i think i think i could be wrong but i think you either go to a two a seven or a one so they're all also like connected in that way so like as a three if i'm in stress i go to a nine and then if I'm healthy I go to a 6. So oh. like if I'm like really healthy I look like my mom and then if I'm like super stressed out I look like my dad. Oh. So my dad's a 9. But it's weird cuz he's like a 9 but he acts like a 7. So he could he could, he could be either one. But
0: yeah. You're, we're just gonna have to do a whole podcast about On that in general oh i'd love to oh I my god so many enneagram books they're my favorite thing in the world let me go like let me know when you're free again we'll do it anytime again. <laughs> we love to see it um but anyways going back to the conversation that you had about yeah, like yeah, yeah. communicating about like also like the communication between you and john i have not like like that's like the first like little bit of course i don't know like the whole relationship because nobody should know the whole relationship because that's a you and you and him thing Mm -hmm. but like just seeing the communication and how it's just so like oh yeah we're gonna communicate about this we're gonna communicate about what that Mm -hmm. even just like chores around the house and being like we've communicated about this we know like what i expect of him and he we know what he expects of me yeah and like that making expectations
1: expectations clear was like the biggest way to avoid fights in our relationship because like when we first moved to minnesota we weren't like fighting but we would get into it if that makes any sense yeah like pretty frequently and then like within our first two weeks we were like okay we just need to like make expectations clear because the problem is like you're expecting me to do it i'm expecting you to do it and then it's just not getting done right so right yeah exactly and it's just like not productive and it was literally like john and i had conversations about what our future kids would be named before we were even dating Mm -hmm. which is like always fun
0: yeah with my ex boy with my most recent ex-boyfriend yeah i literally had a notes app about like the four names that we had (laughs) we were very like on the topic of we were gonna have two kids Mm -hmm. and if they end up being a boy and a girl which was what we were hoping for then it was gonna be named like the boy was gonna be named alexander um the girl would be named Arya. but then and then in other cases if it was like a girl and girl we would be Ari and amelia but <laughs> oh, then if it was cute. like a boy like two boys and it would be alexander and august i love that i don't know why we chose a names but whatever and we, then we even like discovered like what zodiac signs we wanted as children so we were literally like what months are we like around the time even by and at the time we again we weren't dating yet yeah it was like a, it was like right before our first date we were talking about that just off of the whim were you guys like friends before you started dating or was it just like automatic like. it was a very automatic click okay, like okay, so okay. what happened with that was basically I came to Warburg my junior year I graduated mm-hmm. from NIAC 2020 and then I transferred to another college to mm-hmm. complete like bachelor's literally in the midst of COVID and yeah. I was like what the fuck and I had no idea and I was a junior too so I was gonna be graduating in two years everybody in that friend group already had their like already solidified their friends, friends yeah. and everybody already had their dynamic and I was like well fuck like what do I do you know Um, and then I ended up, um, finding, um, my ex. Um, he's been on the podcast many times. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll talk about it. So, um, yeah. So basically Ethan and I met here and then we were both in the Warper Choir together. And, um, there was like this opera coming up and it was like an Italian opera. And they're like, hey, like, we really like your voice. I feel like you would pair really well with Ethan. And then they were, I don't know, they were kind of playing like a little matchmaker kind of thing because our voice coach was this who was the same dr jennifer larson love Mm -hmm. her so much and then opera workshop who it was the exact same dr brian Brian falscraft love him um and we were um like Basically doing this Italian opera, and then we were like, you know, talking with each other, getting to know each other a little bit. And then um I was hanging out with other people, he was hanging out with other people, and then we like met at a party, like officially that we literally were sitting on the couch, like talking, like crying, laughing for like four hours straight until like three a.m. And yeah. then, like all of our friends are like, oh my god, they've been like talking for like a while, you know. And then he walked me back to my dorm Aww. and. You know, because I was like, hey, woman, out alone at night, can I please have someone to help me back? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but I don't know yet. Yeah. So I was like, can you help me? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And then that became like a basically like very constant thing that was happening. And then he got COVID. And then I also got COVID because I was hanging out with him a lot. Yeah. And then like we were both in quarantine and we like FaceTimed every single day. And we texted every single day. And then we basically got like on a group FaceTime call with friends or something like that. And I think... one of us was joking around about a first date or something like that and then oh so he was joking around about a first date he's like oh yeah i should probably ask you about a date and i was like okay then why don't you and he's like okay you want to go on a date? i was he like said, yeah bet. for sure and i was just like okay let's figure it out so mm-hmm. then um we went on our first date and it was fantastic and then literally six days later we were like yeah we're dating like so then that lasted for about 14 months and um it was a very beautiful relationship um of course it had its ups and downs and of course there are some things that he did that he can improve on for his next relationship there are things that i did that i could improve on in our next relationship yeah um but overall the overarching theme is we just needed to work on ourselves at the end like we became very codependent on each other mm. mainly i became very codependent on him yeah um and we he, love self-realization and he felt more like a caretaker rather than a boyfriend you know mm. what I mean? No, I definitely get that. And it, and I was like, it was breaking my heart how it was like feeling more distant. And on my side of things, like I understand he felt more like a caretaker than a boyfriend and it was very codependent on his end. And he just needed some space to really be himself, really work on himself. And on my end shit was falling apart yeah like my major was changing i didn't want to be on broadway anymore after i had that goal for like 10 years yeah like literally everything you built your career upon was like gone it was gone all my interest and love for it was gone yeah and then at that point i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do and then my love for theater kind of died i was hating my job like i was really fighting a lot with my parents back then too Mm -hmm. um because of a lot of things and i felt like the only constant safe place in my life was him and I really should have communicated with him by that. But of course, like, how was I supposed to know at the time? Like, I didn't, I wasn't allowed. Well, I wouldn't say allowed. Like, we couldn't afford therapy at the time. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't talk about it with a professional. I couldn't talk about it with literally anybody. Because, yeah. of course, people were going to be biased. People were going to have an opinion. And I just needed a mental health professional who was completely non-biased. And just yep. be like, hey, fucking please help me. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it was like a mutual breakup kind of thing. And people ended up getting in the middle of it which mm-hmm. of course like it's a very small campus like i get that people did that of Especially course that it had been such a long-term relationship that was yeah. like that was like the worst part of it like yeah. people getting in the middle of that and of course we were in the warper choir together we were literally living in the same house together mm. and like i couldn't move out for like two months and i was like and it, it was really bad and like that's we saw each so other shitty. every day we were not moving on mm-hmm. as easily as we were used to well, so hard. I like l- when
1: you keep seeing that person you're not moving on mm-hmm. like you have to have like like i don't know i've listened to me personally you have to have physical distance i literally
0: had to move out yeah like i had to break the lease early i was like dude i talked to landlord. i was like hey i, I can't i'm mm-hmm. sorry i literally can't do it and he was very understanding and he goes, perfect. We will come up with an arrangement. We will get you out of here. And I was like, perfect. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that's
1: that's really nice that he was like understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very
0: very thankful for that, especially him being the first landlord that I ever had. Oh, bless up, bless up, um, bless up, King. You do you. Um, but, um, of course, like I have no hard feelings towards him now. Yeah. Um, I, of course, like if he has hard feelings towards me, you know what? Whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna let that burden me um that's not your burden to bear like i wish him the very very best and i know deep down he wishes me the best um and that we loved each other there's nobody out there that's ever gonna deny that we love the fuck out of each other yeah it you just, can
1: like you can love somebody and just not be either not be the right person or not be the right time right like, exactly. that can definitely happen exactly the whole, like right
0: person wrong time or like wrong person wrong time Like, that that can happen. Right, exactly. And, like, I really needed to get my shit figured out. I think it was also the universe's way of saying, hey, you really need to, like, figure out your shit, dude. Yeah. Like, figure it the fuck out. Like, 2022 was definitely the year of, like, hey – figure out yourself figure your shit okay. out figure figure it the fuck out bitch yeah. like literally the universe was like slapping me across the face and being like figure it the fuck out yeah because if you don't and I was ignoring that call in 2021 and then December of 21 rolled around and it literally was like okay you're not gonna figure it out fine he's gone yep figure it the fuck out and I
1: so like, like John and I it was bad John and I have a very interesting story we've been through a lot of shit together so like john and i met in college he was a senior i was a freshman Mm -hmm. and he was actually dating my very good friend abby okay they had been dating for like two and a half years like very long-term relationship abby is out so i'm not like outing her or anything i just want to make that very clear abby is asexual okay um and so that definitely like so basically john and i met like first day at waldorf and we clicked but as friends we were like in hindsight but we were like best 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 friends and we used to every single tuesday night go to the calm lab because he was a he was a theater major but he was like theater graphic at that time oh, okay. so he was doing like a bunch of graphic work and everything like that and i would just go up there because we both like had trouble sleeping and i would literally go up there every single tuesday sun up to sundown and just like hang out with him the whole night and like abby knew it was never there was never anything that happened between john or i and any of any relationship right um but abby and him ended up breaking up in like october and it was a really hard time because john had also lost like one of his really like best friends from childhood he had passed away and so it was just like a really hard time for john and then abby ended up like they ended up breaking up and it was like very it was very it was almost the same situation with like abby and john or obviously we've talked about it at this point where like they just weren't they were better off as friends and they, oh, okay. like, basically were just roommates for, like, half the time that they were together. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, why they broke up. And they, I mean, they weren't friends for a while. They had, like, the physical distance. And then when they, like, like you know, became friends again, Abby was like, so are you going to ask Casey out? And John was like, because <laughs> uh, at that point I was dating my ex. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it was, I feel like we should give him a fake name. I feel like because it's going to be hard for me to say my ex over and over.
0: Let's give him the name... Philip.
1: Philip, Philip, ah, Philip.
0: We so, love a Philip. We love
1: a Philip. <laughs> I, I was dating Philip at this time, who was best friends with John. And I mean, like mm. best friends. They literally called each other little brother, big brother, Aww. and which is like very cute. They had a very good friendship. Like my issues with Philip have nothing to do with his friend, his relationship, his friendship with John. Like they were best friends um but John I guess uh basically told Abby like no like I'm just friends with Casey and then like two months later he was like in love with me for like two weeks and didn't say anything which like I respect that because he knew that I was in a relationship Mm -hmm. and apparently at one time we were all hanging out and he turned over to our friend Zach and was like John I was like I really want to kiss Casey dude and we're all like drunk and Zach's like you can't do that and John's like I know but I want to which is like very funny but honestly a respectful king he's
0: embracing his feelings but also respecting boundaries yep
1: a respectful king good but he didn't tell me that for like years that he was like in love with me I didn't know at the time really yeah and so like which I'm also like completely blind to those things so I had no idea yeah but Philip and I were dating and it was a tumultuous relationship to like say the like to say the least it was definitely this is the guy that was a Leo Mm -hmm. and so like there was a lot of uh just like really weird things where i think neither of us neither of us should have been in a relationship at the time and he we ended up having what we've called the day cup which is we broke up for like 38 hours it was like at we were in mama mia together Mm -hmm. and he was sam and of course sam sings knowing me knowing you which like is a breakup song and we're like in rehearsal and he's singing it at me and i did not play sophie or donna so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I think I'm getting broken up with tonight. And then, like, we go back to his dorm. And he starts crying. And I'm like, are you breaking up with me? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, OK. So, I, like, my mom drove. We love him. My mom drove three hours in the middle of the night to Jesus. pick me up. I went back to, like, my hometown. I was like, I'm just going to take the weekend off. And yeah. then literally, like, again, there was no distance. Like, he kept, like, reaching out to me. And, and showing up. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. well and it was
1: like it was him that like kept reaching out to me and kept texting me and all of these things and i was just like okay whatever and so i came back to campus and then we ended up getting back together like literally we broke up like friday night we're back together either saturday afternoon or sunday afternoon i don't remember jesus like it was we like people didn't know we it broke was up. click click and i think like we should not have gotten back together because things just got so much worse and we were like We ended up living together because we were in a production of like newsies at the time so we ended up living together i remember that production uh what a production and philip uh ended up basically like i mean philip had been through a lot in his life and i will not deny him of that and he had his like problems with mental health but then philip ended up being like very abusive uh, like physically and mentally and all of that jazz and of course like at the time the the production of newsies we were in was run by people that like ran the church that like loved him so i like yep so i like didn't say anything of course because i didn't think they would believe me and that's what like philip kept telling me and then john like john was starting to notice things because john was the stage manager of that show and he was just like starting to notice things and like john's not stupid. John grew up in, like, a not-great town, and so he's, like, able to pick up on things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: he just, like, kind of started picking up on things. And then I mean, eventually Philip and I broke up, which, like, good. Which, good. Good. And yeah. we, like, had physical distance because we hated each other. And like, I've,
0: hated and I, each other. And this is a side note because I know who Philip is here yeah. talking about. And, like, in my personal experience, like, I have noticed that he has never been single long enough to really work on himself. Yeah. He is i i would classify him as a serial dater
1: oh a hundred percent i would a thousand percent and i think like at that point we broke up in august of 2019 and i shit
0: that's a fuck that's a while back right and wow i forgot it was way back it was then
1: way back then and, john, way and back I, john and i didn't start dating until september of 2021 so like i had been mm. single for two years and that was very intentional like, I, yes. I definitely had, like, flings, of course, but yeah. I was, like, I'm not going to date anybody because I had just gotten out of this, like, super shitty relationship and I need to know, like, I need to get my shit together. So I didn't date anybody for, like, forever. And then, of course, like, Philip and I weren't friends. And then all of a sudden we were friends. And then we weren't friends. And there was just, like, this weird back and forth. And then I was noticing, like, there were all of these girls. Morgan included who apparently like hated me and like all of this stuff that like was complete bullshit like right absolute lies and there were so many girls like that like I've made so many friends with people that Philip dated or and when, when like, you mean thing with.
0: when you mean Morgan did you mean I met you you thought I hated you? Yeah. So, so
1: okay. So I never hated
0: you. Well, I know. I never hated you. I never even knew you. <laughs> well, I know. That was my
1: thing. Philip was like, so this person was, I also would say like, uh, like a serial liar. Yeah. And if he caught himself in a situation, he would like lie his way out of it. Yep. Yep. And so yep. like he fully cheated on me when we were at Waldorf, which I found out like several fuck? years later because it's like, again, I'm too pretty to be cheated on. I think anyone's too pretty to be cheated on. Nobody should be cheated Nobody on. Nobody should be cheated period. on. Point blank, period. Like, and there was you, like-
0: If you're in a poly, damaged relationship and you have it's that boundary consensual. and it's consensual go off but go if it's off. non-consensual exactly chip, then What the
1: fuck? which i found out like years later because like philip and i ended up being friends again after he had gotten out of another relationship that like my might thing is if the guy you're dating says that every single one of his exes is crazy there might be a problem, a problem that's problem not there. him that's they're not crazy. his girlfriends yeah
0: no and, if, and yeah they're crazy they're crazy. crazy and then literally everybody else is like hey like if they're, like, consistently, like, telling the same story, like, hey, like, I had a really bad experience with him. Yeah. And then he's the one who's like, well, they're all just crazy. um, No. Buddy, I think you're the problem. Something, you might be the problem. I'm sorry. Something's I, wrong. I think one of these things just doesn't belong here. Yep. you yep. Can, I think you can have, like, total,
1: like, half of your exes can be crazy but at that point even that's a little high but that's my like barrier yeah but like he so we started becoming like friends again and then of course like throughout all of that that was how i found out he cheated on me is because he was like yeah this one girl at waldorf like we hooked up all the time like while she was dating this guy and i was like what you mean the the year at waldorf that we were dating almost the entire time and he was like uh what no and i'm sitting there and like john at that point is like Dude, don't Dude. like you can't lie your way out of this one. And I'm laughing because at this point it'd been years, and I'm like whatever. At this yeah. point it's just funny. I'm like,
0: oh my yeah. god,
1: but um. <laughs> oh my god, I oh just my god. Got
0: cheated on. Wow. I do oh, wow. find that out. I was like, wow, you're really lying yourself out of this one, buddy. Hey, I can buddy, pick up on it. This I get somehow it. Well, and it was literally so... can smell so, the deceit.
1: I can smell it. And it was like every time that he was like going to get in trouble or something, like there was a lie. And it was literally like, like you were crazy. That was like the lie that he told like so many people. That was, like, you were, like, obsessed with him at that restaurant. And, like, you – oh, my God, I know. And I'm sitting there, like – I'm pretty sure she was dating someone, like, during that. At least I think I thought so. But I was, like – I'm sitting – it was just, like, wild to me. And then, uh, like, it was just basically, like, all the lies were starting to, like – because I feel like you can't be a serial liar without it eventually catching up to you. Right. And that was what was happening, like, when we became friends again. this It was the summer of 2021. It was just, like, all catching up to him. And then, like, as friends, it was just, like, again – Like it got really abusive. Where like there was, a, um, I had broken my foot that summer, and we were like sitting mm. on his couch. It was me, uh, Philip, and John. And Philip decided to kick the ever-loving shit out of my broken foot, and then like get upset with me when I was in pain and then like i i'm allergic to wool and he like put a wool scarf on me and uh, then like got mad when i had to leave because i had to go home and like get penetral
0: yeah like and, you're having an allergic reaction how yeah well?
1: and it was like just and there was like one time he put me in a headlock and john had to like take him off of me like it what was really fuck? scary shit and john eventually it was just like because john is like such a peacemaker personality that he didn't want to like he didn't want to make me stop being friends with philip he wanted me to stop being friends with philip but eventually he was like i can't like i'm gonna beat the shit out of this kid yeah and so he like like john sat down with me and was like listen like this is not okay and you like whatever and i didn't want john to stop being friends with philip because at this point like john and i were not dating but things had turned like somewhat romantic he also got out of another long-term relationship and it was just like he john is a a serial monogamous I think is the word where it's like they like long-term long like he doesn't ever I I don't think John's ever had like a short-term relationship um but I will say like one thing that I've very much enjoyed about John is that he has been able to point out like before he even talks about the girls flaws in the relationship he will talk about his of like I didn't do this well Mm -hmm. like his his breakup that happened that summer like before we started dating he was like I did not handle it well and I wish I could apologize to her but like it's not worth like I'm not gonna bring up old hurt for her because she's like very happy and I think her boyfriend now like they're so cute and like
0: the fact that he is like actively like I am learning from this yeah I wish I could have done this differently but I can move on and like learn from this and then make sure that doesn't happen again
1: exactly and he was very he was very like (laughs) I I didn't I didn't want to hurt her and by me not wanting to hurt her and making the breakup so like well maybe I only hurt her more and I was like, yeah, like, go off, King. And then, we like... We stand, John. We stand, John. We stand, John. We stand, John. And then, like, nothing ever happened. At, like, we, were, we ended up working together, John and I, at that church. Uh, and that's, like, how we, like, became friends again. But nothing ever happened, like, in that relationship either. And then in, like august of that year uh john would make these jokes all the time because we worked together where he would be like um he would just be like well do you want to like run away together or do you want to like go get insurance and then it became this whole thing of like do you (laughs) want to go get insurance together or like get a get a house together like that was the joke Mm -hmm. and then one time one of the people that worked at the church overheard the joke and like shot john a look and john was like oh no i do this to all my friends he didn't he only did it to me And then there was this, like, basically the realization, because especially because we'd been friends for so long, there was the, like, no, I don't like John. John's my buddy. John's my pal. And then John's realization was we were hanging out at this house one night. Like, a bunch of us were. It was Philip's birthday, actually, and Philip was passed the fuck out at his house. So we went over to John's. And, like, a bunch of us were hanging out over there. And uh, I was, like, super, super drunk. And I basically was like, John, do you want to go to Venice with me? Like, Venice, Italy. And John was like, sure. And I said, promise. And John took a second and then was like, yeah, promise. And that was his realization of, like, oh, I love this girl. Yeah. And then, like, three days later, my birthday, it was my 21st birthday, Yeah. we were, like, at a bar, and somebody had ordered pizza. And I am, like, super allergic to tomatoes. It's, like, a weird allergy. But because they're, like, I, I can deal with somebody ordering pizza, but there was, like, a whole table that had ordered pizza, like, for my birthday, like, in front of me. So I was, like, starting to not be able to, like, breathe very well. And John, like, I didn't say anything to him. He just grabbed my arm and was, like, do you need to go outside? And, like took me outside and waited and like stood there with me and like waited for me to be okay Mm -hmm. and then was like and like like I was also very drunk and like had trauma and John was like Mm -hmm. at one point got like kind of close and was like oh I'm sorry I'll back up and I was like oh I love this band yeah and then literally that night like went on a car drive that lasted for two hours while I'm drunk and I trusted him enough to drive me around because he was like the dd Drive me around for two hours, and we just talked about like our future kids, and then we started dating like three weeks later. Oh my god! And he god. planned he planned an eighteen hour first date, oh, like really? woke me up. Oh, I heard screaming. <laughs> like picked me up super early in the morning. Got the coffee. mic definitely
0: picked that up, but it's okay. We love that. <laughs>
1: picked me up like super early in the morning we went like looking at fossils we went to an art museum like went to my favorite restaurant watched tangled went on a beach walk and all this stuff which brings us back to philip so philip was being weird and a stalker boy during all of this uh-huh. and was like driving past my house in the middle of the night where he did not need to be over there Wait, what the fuck yeah 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 and at this point philip worked at the church so like we all worked together and he would like come into my office and like scare me and i had had many conversations with him of like hey i don't think we should be friends i think this should stop and one night i'm over at john's and in order to like see who's at john's you my either mouth have is to... like gaping i'm so it, sorry oh it literally is
0: i'm like oh my god yeah and in
1: order to be like in order to see who's at john's you either have to like you can't see it from the street. It's like alley parking. So you either have to go down this alley or like come, up, like come up this huge hill from the street to like see who's at John's. And I would get so many texts like, why are you at John's this late? It'd be like 11 p.m. Which, first of all, what? none of your business. And second of all, how do you know that? And then one day he calls me and John's like, don't answer that. And I was like, OK. And then... He calls me again, and John's like, "If this is like serious, because he had like he'd had like mental health issues and everything, like with like suicidal thoughts and depression and all that jazz." Mm-hmm. Which also like super super fucked up thing is one time him and John got in a fight, and then he asked me to come over and made me like read his suicide note. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order to like try to get me to make peace between him and John, like what? super manipulative. was like, "I'm never gonna be a person to be like you don't have mental health problems." But at that point, I was like, this just feels like you're using your mental health problems to manipulate people. Because yes. that's, like, for sure I think people can do. And it was just, like, super fucked up. And what then, the fuck? Yeah. So then Philip, like, calls John. And John is like, what's up? And it's, like, maybe 9 p.m. It's not super late. And John, uh, Philip is like, I need to go for a drive. And John's like, okay. So they go on this drive. And John is basically like, Philip, you got to knock it off. Like, you can't be – like, I saw you drive by Casey's house. And Philip is like, I'm so ashamed. Like, I'm so sorry. I'll stop.
0: Oh my god but dude. it didn't stop
1: it didn't stop and he so, wasn't like, ashamed he wasn't ashamed and then he we, just wanted to
0: say what he could to keep the peace at the time and then exactly, just kept fucking going exactly like, and so like fun? we had
1: had like john had had that conversation with philip and then i eventually like it wasn't getting better and so me john sat down with philip and like like tried to make it because also like we were working at the church at the time and we knew like the church loved philip and he was like their golden boy and we knew that if we didn't handle it perfectly there would be repercussions on our end because we knew like the steps were john talked to philip we both talked to philip then we go to the church like that was like how it was going to go because we worked with him and there was like workplace stuff there and so like we thought everything got better with the conversation with the three of us and then on our first date like on our first date philip shows up what the fuck yep like his car was parked by my car on the like beach area in in clear lake (laughs) Mm mm-hmm And we get back. And, of course, Philip sees me and John and not just me because we were in my car. And then he speeds off. And John is like, no, I'm fucking done. Like, we need to go to the church. Like, I'm done with this bullshit. So we go to the church. We explain everything that happened. And then the church was like, yep, we'll, we'll handle it. And then the next day I had like a 45 to an hour and a half minute long meeting, like somewhere in there. Where the first 15 minutes was them, um, the executive uh, director being like, "Yep, this is the harassment policy guidelines because it was harassment, you know." Yeah. And like da da da. da. That then, is
0: literally like stalking, stalking
1: harassment, everything.
0: And, and then the, the like
1: three fourths of the meeting was them explaining to me and John that it was just really hard for Philip to see me in a new relationship. And I'm like, first of all, Philip's had like six girlfriends since we broke up.
0: I've never stalked him. No, here's uh, the thing, like I. Think I've lost count. And here's the thing: like again, I know, I know Philip. Yeah. Um. I will admit some of that claim where he's like, "Oh, she was obsessed with me." You know what? In high school, yeah, I was. In high school, crazy. In high school, yeah, yeah, I was. But then, as soon as I graduated, as soon as I graduated college, and then we worked together at the restaurant. Yeah. Um. Then it was just like, okay we've grown we've evolved and I was and I was dating someone around that point and then I went back my junior year to work a little bit and we were working together and I literally had a boyfriend and I talked to people like I am very friendly with people I'm a very friendly overt person yeah and like I'm the kind of person where like hey I know that sometimes like Flirting and being friendly with me sometimes can look the same. Oh, me too. Which I have worked on that. Yeah, and I'm obviously like, hey, if I do something or say something that makes you uncomfortable, literally, please tell me. Please let me know. I won't be awkward. I, I just won't do it again. I yeah, yeah. Tell me, and I'm like, all right, got it, got it.
1: Exactly. And there won't was a be lot. An issue again. There was a lot of that, and like, like John noticed because one day he like came over, and my mom was there, and we spent this whole time talking, and John was like, wait, what happened? Because that's not what he told us. And it was this, like, whole thing where, like, there was uh, – I had an apartment fire in, like, May of 2020. I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I lost every single thing that I own. And I'm a very sentimental person. And I had all these notes from Waldorf from, like, all my friends. And a lot of them were from were from Philip because we were dating. And um, it wasn't, like – it wasn't a weird thing. It was just – it was sentimental. I had lost all of these notes that I had kept because they were important to me. And I had lost them. So Philip was like, yeah, I have, like I have the notes that you gave me. I will give them back to you. And I was like, awesome, thank you. And then he told me that John made him throw them away. And I was like, that's just super weird. I don't feel like John would do that. And Philip was like, yeah, like, John was being really weird about it. And, like, grabbed them and threw them away. And I was like, okay. And then I tell John that. And John's like, no, that's literally not what happened. Like, (laughs) Philip absolutely threw them away, like, after my apartment fire. Like, knowing how important they were to me.
0: And then here's the proof.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like, literally. (laughs)
0: But it was so bad. And so,
1: like, we went to the church about
0: it. And they had that
1: whole conversation with us of, like, this is your fault, which is very, like, uh, awesome, cool for them to do to a woman. Awesome. And then, like, two weeks later, I felt like nothing had happened. And he was still, like, leading worship and still doing all these things that I didn't feel like he should be able to do because he'd also made, like, threats to children. And was, like, alone with children every week. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, he was, like, sometimes I just want to pick up this kid who, like, who um is a very, like, touchy-feely kid. He just wants to sit in your lap. If you let him sit in your lap, he'll be fine. And that was perfectly okay with his parents. Like, it's fine. And he was, like, sometimes I just want to pick up that kid and, like, made a motion to, like, hitting him on the wall. And it was, like – so we, like, told the church that because I'm, like, he's alone with kids. He shouldn't be a- allowed to be alone with kids until he can, like, sort this out. And I never wanted him. Like, I never wanted Philip to get fired or anything. I wanted there to be this, like – justice or accountability and whether that yes. meant that he get fired like i i mean my sister was like yeah he should get fired
0: hold him accountable for his hold actions. Him accountable get like him maybe help. get
1: him help like he he has a lot of mental health problems and they weren't doing good at the time and i was like he needs to go to therapy and i know the church has like paid for therapy for other people before um and like all of this jazz so john and i went back to the church after like two weeks because we felt like nothing had happened and they were like well what did you want us to do fire him because that was never going to happen um, and then two the weeks audacity. after oh the audacity and then uh, two weeks after that I got fired yeah for uh budgetary cuts and then the next day in the like well, congregation that's, that's email. a bullshit excuse bullshit okay, okay. and then i'd been in that church for i'd worked at that church for like i can two see right years. through that claim oh yeah i, I worked right at that church that. for two and a half years <laughs> philip had been there for like three months john had been there for uh, about six months so mm-hmm. if anyone was going to get fired for budget cuts it should not have been me i had never had a disciplinary problem brought right. against me have i made mistakes at my job absolutely but i never everybody had makes mistakes at everybody job. makes mistakes Hannah montana but i had never been (laughs) i had never had like a disciplinary action i'd never been into like a meeting about my work nothing like that and so it was just like out of the blue and then like the next day in the congregation email they were like we ended the year in the black which means like we made more than we were expecting to and then like they put out a preschool part-time position like a month later which was part of my job Hmm. um and philip still works at that church So I was like, okay, and then like uh, probably about a month after that, I asked for an exit interview because I was like, I feel like I deserve that, and I want to get some things off my chest. And I like told them I was like, I know you fired me because I came forward about Philip. Like I know that. They're like, no, we didn't, and I recorded it. Like I recorded that whole conversation. Good. And my mother the Aries woman herself god bless Amber Lee god bless this woman god bless this woman uh the lead pastor during my exit interview was like hey and like your mom's been such an important part of the church because she would come up and and help in nursery she Mm loved babies yeah um you know like if she wants to have a meeting with us we'd love for her too and I was like you don't want that like my mom is (laughs) I I love my mom but she will annihilate you like you don't want that yeah she's crazy (laughs) and he was like no no we want that and I was like Okay. okay, suit yourself and so your funeral, your funeral. So my mom had this like two and a half hour meeting with the executive team and she also recorded it and she spent the first like probably about an hour basically convincing them that she was on like their side about it mm-hmm. and like getting them to say things and then yeah. the 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 ticker for her to basically being like, I'm um, actually, I think you suck. Was uh, they told my mom that actually Philip just like really can't be held accountable for his actions because he's under 27 and a male's brain does not develop until they're 27 fully.
0: And I was that's like, that's so, so
1: bullshit. So bullshit. That I was like, so bullshit. So bullshit. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, the the like receptors in your brain that determine whether something is good or bad are done when you're like four. Um, yeah. And my sister, yes. my sister, the neuroscientist is like that's bullshit and also like if that was the case like again that doesn't explain why you fired Casey because Casey is younger than Philip by three days but still um and it was like just like such bullshit and it was very like it was just so wrong and oh I still get so pissed about it
0: it's like definitely and the whole
1: thing is like um like Philip doesn't have a great relationship with his dad and neither did the lead pastor Billy Pastor did not also not have a great relationship with his dad. And so I think there was that of, like, I want to, like, be your dad. Or I want to, like, be the person that I wanted when I was your age. And my mom, in her meeting, was like, I didn't have a dad. I don't get favoritism. My dad was in federal prison.
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) get favoritism. (laughs)
1: And
0: And it's so, like, savage. Go on. I
1: love my mom. Oh, my God. That woman's an icon. I love her. She's – Kimberly, I know you're listening. (laughs) We love you. She just, like, is very – she's very protective of her kids but she's also not an idiot like she's like my kids make mistakes my daughter's stupid half the time like yeah (laughs) and that's i think when you're a parent you need to do that but yeah anyways like i had an awful experience at my church and then like john and i john stayed at that church for a while because his like best friend we're still really good friends with him was the worship leader Mm
0: -hmm. and he was like
1: i'm learning a lot from him and so i'm gonna stay but he did not hold back on like his feelings about it like the next day he went to work and our like boss basically was like hey, how's Casey doing? He just, like, turned his head around and was like, you don't give a fuck how Casey's doing. A king. We stand John. But it was, like, yeah, it was just, like, so messed up. I could go on and on and on about it, but it was just, like, so messed up. And so John and I have been through a lot together,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, which definitely strengthened our relationship, I feel, because he also, like, is very aware of like my triggers and stuff because he witnessed it he saw it firsthand. he hand. saw it firsthand and so like there was one time he like raised his voice at me and I like backed away and he was like can you go in the kitchen and close the door for a second so I can take a while to breathe and I was like yeah growth I we, love stand we stand on we stand John. so that's absolutely. I know like that was kind of how so that's our story <laughs> that's our story there's my trauma <laughs> but it was like so messed up.
0: You literally wrapped up the last, like, four or five years, maybe six years just in a podcast episode. (laughs) Look at me go.
1: (laughs) In less than a podcast
0: episode. Yeah. It wasn't even the full bit. Well, and it was just like, like I said,
1: it was so messed up and very, like... And I still go to a church, which I didn't want to for a while because that church was so messed up. Yeah. But I think, like... I mean, I definitely... I think me not working there was the best thing that ever happened to me. Good. Do I think me getting fired from there was the best thing? You knew. No. No, not at all. But I also but, think, like, I'm very glad I don't work there anymore because they also were, like, so shitty to me as an employee. Mm-hmm. Like, my birthday is, like, the same. It's in the same week as two other people, Philip, and then the, like, children's pastor. Like, it was in the same week and we went to, John and I went to, like, a all-staff meeting and we walked in to them uh, with candles in like, bagels or donuts or something, singing happy birthday to these two people and not to me like they completely forgot about my birthday what the fuck and i didn't even notice at first because adhd i was like ooh bagels like, ooh food, food i didn't notice but john did and again we stand john he was like i'm not going to tell her like she doesn't need to know this is just going to hurt her like there's there's no reason for her to know this and then like 2 weeks later the kids pastor was like yeah i'm so sorry we forgot about your birthday I was like, thanks, bitch. Like, <laughs> Love her, though. I Thank do you. love her. We love her. And, uh, but I was like, thanks. I... <laughs> cool, nice and tight. But it was just, like, the worst. And then, of course, like, you know this. Like, always listen to your mom. Always listen to your sisters. Mm-hmm. Because my mom and sisters were like, I don't know if you should work there, Casey. Like, right. feels like something's sketchy. Feels mm-hmm. like something's wrong. And I was like, no, it's fine.
0: Right. It's totally fine. And then it wasn't yeah and then it wasn't always listen to your capricorns <laughs> always always listen to your capricorn well mm, again i'll get into my thing with my mm, capricorn friend later but or expert i should say but yeah. i'll get into that later but yeah most 99.9 percent of the time just listen to your capricorn. listen to your capricorns listen to your aries if your aries and your capricorns agree on something that is a
1: sign listen to it that is that's, a sign. that's the thing that is stronger than intuition a 100 percent. that is
0: stronger than intuition
1: Oh, it was just like the worst like it was i think the worst thing about it was the fact of like there wasn't really anything i could do and i don't like that like mm-hmm. i'm very much the type of person of like i will i don't care the 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 hoops i have to jump the hurdles i have to go through i will make a stink about something Mm -hmm. and i felt like i couldn't for so long because i was so i weirdly was like so afraid of like legal repercussion from it which at this point i'm like i this is like the boldest i've talked about it and like i'm a thousand percent sharing this podcast episode and there's like a huge chance that somebody listens to it like from that
0: church or like that knows me or something Mm -hmm. and And, hey like there are some friends that i know that i share it on facebook and i tag you and there might be people that are like hey what the hell yeah i would be like well And of course, like, we don't, I feel like that could be, like, one of our closing notes for this, and then we can get into closing segments. Yeah. I feel like, um, of course, like, we are sharing fake names. Yep. And of course, like, we are, of course, like, sharing some locations, but not everything. Not everything. we're not sharing every single thing, but we're giving a dive into what abuse can look like. Yeah. And we can dive into what manipulation can look like. Yeah. What physical harm and harassment and stalking can look like yeah. and you know what like this could also be a wake-up call for this person to at the very 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 best this can be a wake-up call for them to get help because yeah. if you see it over the course of six years it may be very minute but if you lay out everything within yep. an hour within an hour that's jarring well and it's
1: very like again like, like i wish nothing but the best for for this person i do right. think that they're a good person like at
0: heart right but i i I mean, obviously, like, I was very hurt by them. Right. Like, and... not to not to compare it to, like, BoJack Horseman or anything. But, like, <laughs> no, because, like, there was an episode in the sixth season where they literally lay out everything that he's done yeah. right there. And, like, at first, like, of course, like, the classic, like, you watch, like, a cartoon or you watch, like, a sitcom or something and you're always rooting for the main character even mm-hmm. though if they do shitty things wrong. Yeah. But BoJack is different because they're like, hey, you're not supposed to like BoJack. He's like, a shitty he's person. He's a shitty-ass person. Yeah. This is everything he's done. He literally wrote everything on the whiteboard and then a couple episodes later it all came out about sarah lynn and stuff like that and i'm just sitting there like fuck yeah like i cannot like him i cannot know and it's very like absolutely not
1: i definitely think like as a person if you get like these are all of the things you have done wrong and that helped him
0: too that helped him hold himself accountable later on and be like oh shit well
1: accountability is so important and i think it's definitely the concept of like you can be a shitty person and then not be like yes you you redemption. cannot be a shitty person
0: redemption is we possible. love a redemption
1: arc john and i are watching avatar the last airbender right now and i'm oh. just waiting for zuko's because mm-hmm. i know it's coming mm-hmm. and i'm very
0: excited <laughs> like everyone everybody can be saved in some way or another at yeah. some point in time exactly. like everybody has a chance to but if you don't take the accountability for what you
1: did then you can't like you can't just ignore the bad things you did and mm-hmm. then like think you're a better person because that, right. like that's a facade and we both know philip does that and it's not gonna mm. last for very long. Mm-hmm. Like, we got about a year. Shit comes out. Shit comes out. And Shit comes it's out gonna eventually. hit you like a fan, and then you're gonna move on to the next person or thing, and it's just not gonna work. Like, you have to take accountability for what you did. In so order then you to... can grow
0: and get better and yep. get yourself help and live a happier life in general exactly. and positively affect the people around you. Yep. Everyone deserves happiness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And again, like, even if people get upset over this episode specifically, but you yeah. know what? Hey, my intention with this, again, if it comes off in a way where I did something really, really terrible in this episode by talking about a certain thing, please let me know yeah. so I can hold myself accountable. Yep. So I can learn about this later on. But then again, again, intention doesn't matter when the actions hurt people, I yep. will say, but I feel like intention does bring context to this. Yep. My intention with this specifically is hey, you know what? If someone out there can feel safe mm-hmm. listening to this and be like, oh, shit. I realized like I was in this relationship and it was really abusive and I needed to get out of there and seek help when you talked about this and blah, 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 blah. If we can help people in some way, shape, or form by talking yeah. about it, then that's worth that it. That is it's worth it. Yeah. It really is. Well, and I'm definitely at a place of my life too where I feel like
1: if someone from the old church like reaches out to me and is like, Hey, like what happened or is like this was really like shitty of you, I'm gonna be like, Oh okay, like this this happened to me and all I'm doing is talking
0: about it as i literally just got a messenger notification lol oh Oh, it's it's not it's from a small business um that i'm trying to get a shout out for it's like a little baby small business and like they don't even have a name yet and i was they're like selling like these like uh tumblers and stuff like that and they're like you know designing them and then i literally hit them up i was like hey uh, do you want a small business shout out Mm -hmm. and they go oh my god absolutely like because like i know i know them like they were in the whipper choir with me um and they're like oh my god like that would actually be really helpful thank you so much That's and i was like too. yeah for sure like i got you i got you um so speaking of i got you let's get in the closing segment let's shall do we? That. yeah Ba-ba-ba. about an hour and 45 minutes in oh this is a long episode guys so i mean sorry. hey you know what i've recorded longer so it's okay um <laughs> what can morgan not stop listening to i would say what was stuck in my head but audience playback Three, two, one you're right I can't hear <laughs> shit in my head good job you win a bagel or a cookie or whatever the fuck you want to win honestly like I'll give you something so um what can, Morgan <clears throat> what can Morgan not stop listening to brain flub um let's see I've been on like a real again some of you may know I'm a huge fan of the 1975 and I don't know why I've been on a kick lately where I just am, like, listening to them constantly. Like, seriously, constantly. Um, So, there, let me see. I'm looking through my playlist at the moment and seeing what songs come up where I'm like, I'm not skipping this. Like, there's no way. I'm not skipping this. Um, Let's see. Honestly, Roadkill by the 1975. Mm. like that song i don't know what it is about it but like it has like a little bit of twang in it it reminds me of my roots you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm from fucking but fuck i would. like yep. seriously like i it reminds me of my roots but also it's like the 1975 and of course like you think about it and just like why would you put out a song called roadkill it's basically from their fourth album and i think it's called notes on a conditional form like the whole album and i feel like the whole album is kind of like their experimental period where mm. literally they're just like hey Let's play with some sounds. Let's see if we can get it out there. And they did. And it was a statement. I'm like, girl. Like, there are some songs in there I was like, oh, my God. Like, are you sure? But then I, like, look at it. I was like, no, they needed to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah. What kind of, you you (laughs) Yeah. what kind of, what are you listening to lately? You can say as many or as few as you want.
1: My, like, I, so there's this one song called called Devils in the Canyon by The Strike. Ooh. That came up on like a cooking playlist on Spotify, and I was obsessed with it.
0: Doubles in the Canyon?
1: What Doubles in the Canyon by The Strike.
0: Gotcha. I found it.
1: So good. And I love like the small little indie bands and stuff like that. But then on a complete one eighty, I'm also in my Taylor Swift era right now. Oh period. Okay. Like I very (laughs) I very much grew up in the whole like I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Like I'm not like every other girl because my dad hated Taylor Swift and I love my dad. Yeah. (laughs) And I just like I think since the like midnights came out really, I've been like wait hold on the girl's actually really talented Mm -hmm. and her songs are like really 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 good Mm -hmm. um and my number one right now has been the man by taylor swift which has awesome lyrics in it and is really really good and it's a whole song about like like she's an artist she's an artist she's an artist she's like the like
0: the number one artist in the world right now she's a poet She is literally a genius.
1: Well, and the man is, like, so good. And it's definitely about, like, her whole career has been people being, like, do you just write about your breakups? And she's, like, every male artist does that, but they don't get the same shit. And, like, that's Mm -hmm. the whole point of the man. It's, like, she says, uh, if I was a man, then I'd be the man. And I I was, like, go off.
0: Go off. Yeah, you can say, you know what? I'm not even the biggest fan of Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. I know that there are some songs that she lists, that she has. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. Binger. But, like, there are some that I don't vibe with, and that's yeah. okay. But you know what? I am never going to deny the fact that she is smart as fuck. She's mm-hmm. talented as fuck. She deserves all the success that oh, she yeah. has. Doing
1: a three-hour concert? Are you kidding me? Have you seen that? Yeah, Where, like Air's tour is like fifty songs long, like three hours. Jesus oh my god! Right,
0: every single th- girl,
1: every single album.
0: She's literally carrying the world on her shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you can't say shit about Taylor Swift.
1: Nope. You really can't. She's so talented and oh, I love her.
0: And like again, you could be like, oh, she's like well, she like you know what? That's a very invalid opinion. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, come on.
1: Come on. Look at her go. Yeah.
0: And that's not even coming from like a standpoint where I'm just like a stan. I'm not. Yeah. But like I, I can't deny the the girl's got the girls got it going on. Mm-hmm. The girl's got talent. The oh, girl yeah. mm, I can I love never her. She's yeah. So anyways um weekly obsessions as we go on to Taylor Swift honestly i am obsessed ooh so i can show you i basically got some um i got some new like postcards and business cards because i'm going to start selling stickers yeah, yeah, yeah and uh stuff like that and i basically made a tiktok where i cut out <gasps> the little white border off off of all my postcards
1: oh my god and
0: they are so cute i have like a Those little are handwritten Those so cute i have like a handwritten note on the back i'm going to have oh. to i'm going to have to show you yeah, yeah, cuz yeah. later on i'm definitely going to have you meet Moscato. Mm-hmm. for sure i mean baby. a little baby a little kitty but i'll show you um in person but like they're really great uh, they're really great postcards but yeah i will say like my postcards are like made with 100 like recycled paper so oh, my business cards love that. um everything i'm going to do i'm going to try to make it as green as possible we love sustainability yeah we love sustainability we love like helping the earth and making sure that like i can make a difference yeah. at least because if more people are like me and we're like hey we can make a difference we can make sure then we can make an impact and yeah. like change the world for the better like one of my
1: favorite quotes with sustainability is like we don't need 100 percent of people being perfect we need 80 percent of people being imperfect and i love that mm-hmm.
0: i love it mm-hmm. exactly um but i feel like those lately and also this little bag that i got from the small business we're going to be talking about today <gasps> that is so cute. cute right small business bag they made this like it's so we all have a small business. It's so cute. It's uh it's a 1975 tote bag and it has like all four of their faces on it in like black and white and there's a logo on the bottom in blue. And it's a really fun, really nice tote bag. Like, this, yeah. this bitch is like a Mary Poppins bag. She carries a lot in here. We love Mary Poppins. And I love it. It's so nice. I can literally have my laptop, my iPad, my phone, my chargers, all of my shit. I can literally have, like, fucking tea in there. I can literally have, like, a dog in there. Yeah. And you wouldn't know. Put Moscato in there. Put Moscato in there. You would not know. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she she carries a lot. She's a good-ass bag. Yeah. Um. So, those are my weekly obsessions. What about you? Hmm.
1: Well... Like I said, John and I are watching Avatar The Last Airbender right now, and we've been watching so many episodes. I didn't watch it as a kid. Like, I did yeah. not. I've never seen this show before. And it is so good. And then I think my other obsession is probably... Da, 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 da. So, I have a cat, too. Mm-hmm. I have a little kitten named Bug. Oh. And she is absolutely my obsession right now because she's, How old is she? She, she's a year and a half, but oh. she's like six pounds. Like, she's oh. tiny. She's a tiny, tiny, tiny little thing and she's just the cutest little thing and this morning she it was so funny she was on top of the toilet like on top of the toilet like lid Mm -hmm. just like watching me get ready because what she does Mm -hmm. and it's so cute just watching you get ready yeah yeah, my favorite thing about her is if something's like hanging up like if my robe's like hanging up on the back of the door she'll yell at it she doesn't (laughs) like she doesn't like things hanging up i don't know why she just doesn't like it and Mm -hmm. she will yell at them it's so cute (laughs)
0: Yeah, Moscato is very, she's nine months old. Oh. She is very vocal. She's the, probably the most vocal cat you'll ever meet in your fucking life. I swear yeah. to God. And if you say you have a very vocal cat, you're probably lying. Because, mm-hmm. like, mine is, mine could probably be you. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> like bug she's only meows. Loud. Bug
1: she, only meows when things are, like, hanging up. She Other meows. She's
0: she meows, period. She just meows it's all so, the time. Is it a cute meow, though? sometimes yes she also yeah. has a very non-cute meow she also has a very stressed out meow she has a Aww. very content meow she i can tell her emotions based on her meow because she just she's literally me she talks a lot we love <laughs> that and like you could really tell her emotions like right away and i'm like oh she's my little kitty mate. she's perfect That's so for me so cute um but yeah Speaking of uh, obsessions and stuff like that, um, let's talk about Small Business of the Week, shall we? Let's do it. So our Small Business of the Week is by Brazier. So basically, Charlie officially started by Brazier in 2020 during COVID, which is a theme for a lot of small businesses. Um, But he's been designing since high school, basically. So he found his passion for style, design, and screen printing while working for other established brands. Um, he knew it was what he wanted to pursue, so he started making his own designs. So basically, the brand focuses on being sustainable as possible. Love Again, that. Wow, it ties in so well with the fucking theme. We love that. Um, he focuses on being sustainable as possible. He started with only selling like repurposed vintage and used clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, he has since now moved on to doing like pre-order drops for designs, like the <laughs> I Hate Maddie Healy t-shirt or like the I Love Ross tee. We love that. Um, and he has a t-shirt out for each band member now. So it's basically, it's really funny because like the 1975 fandom is definitely something else. Like we like, we stand Adam, we stand George, we stand Ross, fuck Matt Healy. But then we're also <laughs> just like kiss me on the mouth Matt Healy. Please. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I get that. Like it's basically that kind of relationship. So it's like, I love Ross. I love Adam. I love George. I hate Matt Healy. <laughs> and it's just really funny. Um, and he also does pre-orders to make sure he's not like wasting any materials mm-hmm. and using only what is needed. I love um, that. And I also got a t-shirt. Off of um with him, and it's mm-hmm. probably my favorite T-shirt right now. It's so comfy, it's so cute. It's a little black T-shirt, and it's lyrics from one of my favorite songs of all time. Love it if we made it by the 1935. Mm-hmm. And on the front, it says "Modernity has failed us," but down on the back, it has like the rectangle, and inside the rectangle, it has him literally like th- like pulling up a mic stand for the audience to sing <sighs> along during um love it if we made it that's so and cute. it's literally just like just fucking say it just fucking say it that is and awesome i also got a poster as well it's like a blue poster and it's basically like it's that same like thing where like adam's playing guitar and mm-hmm. maddie is like holding up the mic sand and it like the whole poster in the back is just fucking say it just fucking say it like literally all over the poster it's probably the coolest post one of the coolest posters i own yeah um and I it got there really, really fast and everything is so high quality. It's super nice. And again, the tote bag, like this is literally like it just
1: like it looks really high quality. It
0: looks high quality. It really is. And it's as sustainable as it possibly could be. And I'm like, Charlie, we stand you. We stand we you, Charlie. man. Charlie. We love Charlie. Um, so he always will uh, he's always going to do, like, passion projects, like his 1975 drops. And he also has, like, a Harry Styles design out as well. Mm. I love Harry with, like, a picture of Harry on the back of the t-shirt. But oh, uh, He's, like, right, But he will also be able to see pieces in the future that showcase his own design and his own fashion taste. Mm. So he's currently working on, like, a new spring-summer collection that he's really excited <gasps> about. Um, so, honestly, seeing what kind of products that he creates now, I'm so stoked yeah. to see what's to come. Um, and we should all make sure that we are keeping tabs on Charlie and everything by brazier has to offer. So you can find him on TikTok and Instagram at ByBrazier. I'll spell that out. So B-Y B-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And then the website to make your purchase at is Bybrazier.com. Spell the exact same way. But then there's also a contact form on his website. So if you have and it lead to his email. So if mm-hmm. you have any questions about like any questions, like any concerns, anything like that. Um Then let him know. He says one of the most rewarding parts of owning his brand is meeting so many amazing and talented people um, and making all these kind of connections, which same. So, so cute. Yeah, for sure. Check him out. And you never know. Maybe he might be on the podcast here pretty soon. Oh. Wink, wink, hint, hint. So, yeah, with that in mind, speaking of the podcast, let's let's promote my links and socials real let's quick. So, I've been able to say this for only a little bit now, but my official podcast website is up. No eternal monologue.com. Super official. I got the fucking domain. That's so awesome. I got the domain. We love getting it.com. Right, exactly. <laughs> like it's so official. It makes me feel like a boss, bitch. Yeah. It sh- it it makes me feel like you can't tell me shit this is my know? website this is my Taylor Swift dealer. you can't tell yep. me shit <laughs> you know I'm in my Eros era yeah. but um alongside from that um there's merch coming on there pretty soon I also have a couple services that I'm in the works with with my website designer and that'll be up pretty soon as well um, but in the meantime as well, um if you want some merch from me but you don't wanna wait, um I have official podcast merchandise collab with Scorpio Denim. So oh. scorpiodenim.com. we have t shirts, we have uh crew necks, we have stickers, we also have um oh my gosh, those are so pretty. Right. And we also have like eight by ten prints as well. Um, But if you're thinking, hey, if you want like a mug, if you want a phone case, if you want a tapestry, if you want a clock, if you want literally anything under the sun, um, society6.com slash denim also has those designs on there as well. Um, I have a Disrupt Magazine article about the show. DisruptMagazine.com slash No Internal Monologue is the hottest podcast you should be listening to right now. So definitely check that out. It's going to be in the description my podcast instagram is no internal monologue underscore podcast my podcast tiktok is at no internal monologue my twitter is at noint underscore monologue my personal instagram if you want to follow that you don't have to if you don't want to but you know you should probably follow it as you're a big fan Um, (laughs) it's kinda underscore m-o-r-k-i-n-d-a underscore m-o-r-g-a-n my tiktok my personal one is m-o-r-g-a-n underscore l-e-i-g-h-89 um, my Spotify playlist, welcome, Mark, and us up listening to will be linked down below. It was my Spotify page, my Apple podcast page. Um, I'm gonna take my SoundCloud page off of here because SoundCloud's being all fucky. So I'm just gonna upload to we hate Anchor SoundCloud. from now. <laughs> no, I, I was like, I don't want to pay for a plan anymore because it's yeah. like 144 bucks for expensive. a plan. and like, it's, it's not getting like the, um, site like the insights that i need anymore so i'm gonna just be solely on like spotify apple all that kind of stuff so that's going to be in the description as well um and yeah well, like, okay, so you, Casey? You want to
1: promote some stuff for the book? Huh, oh, I'll promote. So, <laughs> my, like, oh, I'm promoting. I'm promoting. <laughs> my Instagram is at Casey Ann Schlichty so I'll spell it out. It's K A S E Y A N N S C H L I C H T E. You got it, girl. And then my TikTok is at the exact same thing. So it's like it's literally my last name, but with an e. So literally, I got So simple. And then my TikTok is the same thing. It's just at Casey Ann Schlichty spelled the same way. And I've been doing a lot more TikToks
0: lately. Yes, you have. It's been fun. I really enjoyed it. No, I've been seeing, like, your Get Ready With Me's and stuff like that. And it's so cute. I really like the way that you, like, edit it and put so much time into it. But it looks fun. Thank you. I've been having a ton of fun with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'd love to see it. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, hey, maybe you'll be on the No Internal Monologue TikTok page sometime. I would love that. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you might as well. Go on ahead. Um, With that in mind, um... Before we go, thank you again for listening. Two hours in, I appreciate it. Literally two hours and fifty three seconds in. Oh my thank gosh, you. I appreciate <laughs> it. um Here's a little gift for you. Don't forget to book a beauty service appointment with Cosmo by Kenna. Tell her Morgan from No Internal Monologues sent you her way. You're gonna get ten percent off for, off of your little um, service from Aww. the best cosmetologist around. You'll get a ten percent referral discount, so you might as well take advantage of that. And while we're at it, any any last words (laughs) oh
1: my gosh thanks for listening
0: yeah and thank you for coming on oh thank you thanks for having me yeah it's been such a long time and i I feel like this is like a long catch-up session yeah yeah yeah. and we even get to go to an early dinner after this too so so we get to catch up even more (laughs) oh yeah same we're gonna have to figure out where we're gonna go i know but yeah we are gonna go eat and we will see you later yeah toodaloo freaking buckaroos toodaloo